no Vinyaki this year, oh. unfortunately. Hey, I'm not going to... That guy got his dream job. I am he not, got everyone's dream job. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, heard from enough <clears throat> other people who work there that, like, you know, it can be not the greatest environment, but you know what? It beats where he was working right before then, so... Because he was working at Gearbox right before he, he took the job oh, at Nintendo. God. So... I'm sure he was very happy to get extricate himself from that situation. What well, Gearbox seems so lovely. I mean, I'm sure that there are a lot of people at Gearbox who are pretty fantastic to work with. There's a lot of passionate people. Not a certain person at the top. But unfortunately, their leadership has problems. So anyways, <clears throat> contacts. You ever have a problem where you get, and use the colloquial term, eye boogers? That's, you, that's they, not a problem. That's that's fun. No, no, it's not. Not when they get in your eye and you don't doesn't seem to be able to get rid of them. They just keep appearing more and more, 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 and more. You know, and more. On that note of dream jobs, I don't know if it's a dream job or not, but I start having like all the headhunters coming for me. Yeah. One wanted me to work in this amazing land called. The border between Sumner and Bonnie Lake. Uh, no. That was my answer. Because uh, it... I don't want a two-hour <clears throat> commute every day. Thank you. Well, for me, Each that's way? that's ten miles closer for me than Seattle is, and Seattle is the like the nightmare of traffic. I would be doing the opposite commute because I'd be going, you know, south in the morning when everyone's going north to Seattle. It would still take me in the morning with no rush hour tra- uh, traffic in effect. If I still left for work at 5 a.m., it would take me 10 minutes longer to get to Sumner than to get to Seattle. It's like, fuck no. The other one, though, it's a job down in Kent. Down in the valley. Like, not up on the hill Kent, but like Tukwila Kent. You know, it, the, the, secret, <clears throat> the secret land of Tukwila Kent. You know, the land where uh, where Nintendo used to reside. Yeah. Back when they had Mario Sagali sure. as their landlord. And that man went on to become Mario's, Super Mario Mario. Mario. Yeah. But this one, it's funny. I'm getting, like, headhunted for a job at Blue Origin. And they are? Jeff Bezos' spaceship company. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, you know, <coughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with that. See, it's like on one hand... I'm partially intrigued, especially after Thursday, the commute home, where there were, like, four different accidents on I-5 before the Duwamish curve, including flipped-over vehicles. But also, I'd be working for Jeff Bezos. Something feels sleazy about that. I mean, to yeah, I work for a billion. To be <clears> fair, <throat> I'm going to, like, every, anywhere else you would probably work, it would be a step down for the moral standpoint, considering you work for, you know, a pretty well-known, charitable, like... Yeah, although I'd be taking, like, three steps down on the moral... I'm, I'm just saying, base. anything <clears throat> you take, any <throat> other place you would go to at this point, would not be... I, a, I could work for money. an orphanage. Money is... The janitor at, like... <clears throat> You're not gonna stop Jeff Bezos by... Make that money! Well, it's like the janitor at our, um, one of our labs, he used to work, like, helping kids who had psychiatric issues. He was like a counselor at a uh, inpatient psychiatric hospital for kids. That'd be like a step up, because sure. that'd be like you know what I'm I'm helping kids directly. Not that I'm going to do that because working at a hospital like that, you probably get bit. It's almost guaranteed you get bit. You will get bit. <clears throat> you may get soaked. 
people in the first three rows may get wet. Why you like to get wet? This angel dust. Peace, peace, love, boat. Anyways, <clears throat> it's another beautiful day in mostly sunny <clears throat> Pacific Northwest. It's a real nice day, as opposed to Thursday, where it was, like, all cloudy, but, like, 90 degrees. Yeah, it felt like a... Sauna. Sauna. <clears throat> yes, I made the wise call <clears throat> to hook up the air conditioning uh, you know, for those two days where it was mid to upper 80s, low mid 90s. <clears throat> I don't do muggy. No, muggy bad. I could do dry hot. Sure. I'm not a huge fan of hot. Like, I'm more about 70s. 70s is perfect. But, like, I could do a dry hot, like a Yakima hot, a desert hot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Had the burps. Uh-huh. I can't do the muggy. No. Like, you know where I'm never going to go? I'm never going to, like, New Orleans in the middle of the summer. I ain't doing that. I'll go there for, like, you know, Mardi Gras, because that's, like, February-ish. Get drunk. Take your top off. I'd get beads. Sure. <clears throat> I'm wearing my awesome $1 t-shirt. First E3? Giant Bomb was selling them for one buck. <clears throat> well, now that they're at their third first E3, you know, it's, it's kind of... I also did get the Giant bo- uh, giant Beast mug. I was going to say that <clears throat> would be something that you would probably be interested in. I have big mugs. Uh-huh. This, this is... one's a little too oh, it, big. That's why it's a novelty mug. It's not a real... It's not supposed to be a real coffee mug. I'm going to use it for tea, not coffee. Uh-huh. See, coffee, if coffee gets cold yeah. and it's not iced coffee... Like, that lukewarm coffee is kind of gross. Yeah. However, if you have tea and it starts getting cold, throw an ice cube into that mug and boom, you have iced tea. Yeah. It's always good. It's a big mug. A big... It's 30 ounces. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's a lot. That's almost four cups. The small Slurpee. It is, small. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it is one and a half ventis from yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. You, just, you know, you put soup in there. You can make a big bowl of... Clam chowder in there. See, that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Good soup or milk. miso soup. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I always like miso in a mug because sure. if you buy like the pre, like the powdered stuff. I saw a picture of somebody made a clam chowder popsicle. I saw that too. It's just uh, horrifying. Yeah. And it wasn't even like good clam <clears throat> chowder. They were using fucking uh, Campbell's chunky soup for the the uh, the clam chowder that they used. On one hand, that's gross. On the other hand, though, savory popsicles. I could get behind that. I I could get behind, like... Just a corn dog. <laughs> a frozen that's a corn. hot savory. Yeah, that's <laughs> a popsicle. one of savory popsicle. This, this is cold savory. <laughs> what would be a good cold savory popsicle? Probably avocado of some kind mixed in Beef there. broth. Beef broth, okay. Yeah, yeah imagine, like, a little savory? beef broth. Huh? Avocado savory? It's not sweet. Yeah, it's like, you know, <clears> they make avocado ice cream and a lot of things that are, like... I like avocado ice cream. Sweet, so... I like at the the bubble tea place down at Great Wall, you could get avocado, sh- uh, like, bubble tea shake. Mm-hmm. And you get, like, the boba in the bottom or get the pudding. Avocado with the pudding. It's really good. I'm not crazy. It is. I am crazy. So how about that E3? Yeah, E3 happened this week. Um, we watched all the, <clears throat> I watched all the conferences because, <clears throat> as I told Dan, I like spectacles. And then Dan mocked me for liking Spectacle when I commented on what I didn't like from the Spectacle. I I watched, I think, almost all of the Giant Bomb talking over the Spectacles. That's what I did. I They're missed... I don't think I saw Ubisoft. I didn't well, miss much. Let's, yeah, let's run through it. So Microsoft <clears throat> had a press conference. They started things off. 
Um, well, technically, EA started things off with their. That doesn't count. Yeah, I did watch the the Jedi. What is it? Uh, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Order. Um, footage once I got home from work that morning, and that game looks intriguing, but I really want some more details because it's like it looks like it's one type of game. I've seen people say that it plays different than how it looks. Yeah, and if you listen to <clears throat> Waypoint podcast, uh, uh, Austin Walker <clears throat> describing it, it seems a lot more interesting than we showed. Yeah, I'm wondering why they showed it how they did when it sounds well, like so, I a media game. Dan and I were, were chatting as we were watching the footage, and I was... There's there's definitely the Uncharted <coughs> vibes with the traversal stuff. Um, they definitely make the Force, like the character who's using the Force, <coughs> use it in more mundane ways than you would normally see it in, like, you know, classic Star Wars Jedi-style games where it's always got to be some sort of, like, big power that he uses as opposed to, like, hey, I'm going to pull this vine towards me so I can swing across his You gap. shouldn't use the lightsaber as a flashlight. No? Because it doesn't make any sense because it's shining in your eyes uh-huh. also. It defeats the whole purpose Yeah, you of need a, a shade. You need yeah. a shade from your eyes. Unless he's force-shading <coughs> it off of his eyes. It doesn't make any sense. You would just go blind because you would be, yeah, all your night vision is out of there. Yeah. It's like basically shining a flashlight in your face. But, but yes, it, you, well, you don't hold the torch in front of you. You hold it, you hold it above, yeah, and, above and behind. Yeah, <coughs> not that I've ever held a torch. Maybe I've held the torch before. I don't know. Hey, if, if you if, hold a burning piece of wood, you've held the torch. Like, a have you ever ever lit a marshmallow on fire while roasting one? I've held a tiki torch. Tor- you're good. You've <laughs> you're held, good. You've held the torch. I, you know, I don't like the marshmallow. You burn it. I don't like burning. You don't burn it. it. I don't. No. Pe- I, yeah. It's burned, man. I like. Yeah. At that point, throw it away. There is there is a there is a fine line between a toasted marshmallow and a burnt marshmallow. Oh, it should be brown. Yes. Not black. If it's black, any on it, yeah. fuck that. You ruined it. I just don't know. I'm down with a good smoke. I once I once did a <clears throat> eating competition and we had to eat a bunch of marshmallows. Oh yeah, that'll ruin you. Yeah. That that was the worst. Yeah, that doesn't Like that good. was one of the worst things I've ever done. Like I felt sick, my jaw hurt, I, I couldn't get marshmallows out of my mouth for a while and I lost. I mean that's that's that would probably be the my feeling if I did that with any food. <clears throat> I would get that way. Uh, yeah, so I understand. But at least if I eat a lot of pizza, I'm like, man, at least I had a lot of pizza. See, though, pizza has different flavors to it. Because, you know, when it comes down well, to it, marshmallow... The problem it, with marshmallow is not the flavor. I don't mind the flavor. It's just when you start shoving them in your mouth and you go... <laughs> they become one big marshmallow in your mouth. And it's impossible. Like, like when I went into it, I thought, like, ah, oh, this is fucking easy. I'm a fat boy. This is, just take this to town. And then you got through the third one. Yeah, if this was like, corn nuts, man, like, I'd eat so many corn nuts. Mm. I'd eat all the corn nuts. But, like, marshmallow, yeah, you put one, and you're like, okay, yeah, I can put another. I'll just put a third one. Oh, this is disgusting. I can't move. I can't can't yeah. actually chew any of this because it's all taking up space in my mouth. And then my body, then my body's like, hey, remember you have TMJ? <laughs> you have a thing? Oh, yeah. How about that? Oh, no. But the pride. The pride. <laughs> and then I lost. <laughs> so, yes. Plain, straight up marshmallows are not <coughs> necessarily my, like, choice for the delivery vehicle. But in things, like, I dig a good fluffernutter sandwich on occasion, you know? If you're making a Sunday, yeah, the other day, I had Sunday for, for dinner. Sunday for dinner, yeah. Which, let's just say, my wife, she made a very good point. Early on in day, we're both feeling very, very like shit. Uh-huh. And so she just wrote wrote me an email saying, could we just have ice cream for dinner? And I said... Why not? No, that's almost what I said. Okay, 
you you put like a space in there. Oh, okay. I said and wine. And okay, and wine. Okay. And so sure, we had Sundays. Nice, sweet and the, with and wine, the bitter, you know, with the, you mix a the, nice red blend. Yeah, yeah. With a hot fudge, hot caramel, uh-huh. with some of that marshmallow sauce. Yeah. You know, the like Smucker's oh, marshmallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's when marshmallow is good because then it just kind of melds oh, with yeah. things, and the hot caramel kind of. Mellows out with yeah. it. Marshmallow is a good uh, rhythm guitarist when it comes to a band. Like, it's not the lead guitarist or the singer. It is a good accompaniment to the greater whole of a dish or, you know, it is not something that stands on its own generally. I'd, I'd even go a little further. I'd say it's the bassist in a pretty shitty band. Like, the bassist, on their own, they're just boom, 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 boom. You can't abide by this? No, Marshmallow is the guy playing the tambourine. Okay. Sometimes it makes it better. Sometimes you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you, <laughs> you know what? Notes? I will, I will, I will. <laughs> I, I agree I with you. One, I will say one exception. I have had people make um, homemade marshmallows. Oh, that's a whole different thing. That's a different thing altogether. Because those actually are, <laughs> do not taste anything like normal marshmallows. It's kind of like, I have, no, I have no problem with mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is good when you use in the right stuff. But making a homemade mayonnaise versus, like, craft or best oh, yeah. food, it is a whole different fucking thing. Yeah, you mean aioli, right? Yeah. Aioli is, is not mayonnaise, it's aioli. Mayonnaise. The only marshmallows I like are the little ones in the Swiss Miss stuff, but yeah. they should have more good in too. them. There's only, like, two in there, and then you're very disappointed when you get in the rest, and you're like, man, this is substandard chocolate anyway. Speaking of marshmallow crimes, I have to thank... Justin McElroy for retweeting a serial blog that uh, recently announced that um, uh, the Rice Krispies Treat cereal has changed their recipe. Whereas you know, you've had have you had Rice Krispies Treat cereal? No, but I can't imagine what it's like because so, yes, this is a thing. This is one of my fondest cereals growing up. So I, you know, I, I I'm down with Justin and his like love of the cereal. All we got were the healthy ones, like right. grape nuts or shredded no, wheat. I'd, I'd get I. I would get occasionally the horrible, like, worthless cereals, like, you know, your Fruity Pebbles and things like that, but... We only got that on vacation when we're down at Cottage Grove, because it's like, oh crap, we didn't grab cereal for the kids, just grab something. It's worthless? As in, like, nutritionally, like, thinking about, like, at least when you go to... It's as healthy as a marshmallow. When you you have, like, Lucky Charms, you're like, oh, there are bits made of, like, an actual, you know, grain in here, along with your... The, is the king of Cocoa uh, Puffs as well? Yes, that's another one. Cocoa like, Puffs is the king of like no nutritional. No, but I will say, no, the one Puffs, that doesn't exist anymore, Rocky Road cereal. Yeah. It had chocolate covered marshmallows. So, so this brings me back to Rice Krispie Treats cereal, which was basically little pieces of Rice Krispie Treats broken up in, that you would put in a bowl, have milk with, and it was delicious. Or you could skip the milk and just eat well, a they, handful. So yeah, they were they were a fantastic dry cereal as well. <laughs> Um, but the thing is, is they weren't gooey like Rice Krispie Treats were. Like, you know, you pull them apart and they kind of stringy with the marshmallows. They a little just, more like breakfast cereal marshmallow yeah, where it, it's a little crumbly. But it was, yeah, it, but it was, it captured that flavor perfectly. Well, a crime has been committed and they have changed their recipe. Instead of making Rice Krispie Treats cereal that, which it was, they have now changed the recipe to basically just being frosted Rice Krispies, which is something they've had for a while now, with marshmallows, which is not a Rice Krispie Treat. That is a crime 
This is one of my favorite cereals from my childhood. Why not just call it Marshmallow Rice Krispies? Because they they, ruined your childhood. They did. You should make a change order petition. I I should. That does it. Let's sign that petition. We're getting a new ending to (laughs) Rice Krispies cereal. Get a new director of Rice Krispies. (laughs) I want the Snyder Cut of Rice Krispies Yeah, I want the Snyder Cut. God damn it. Um... So yes, we were, we were on rice, we were on marshmallows, but let's get back to Microsoft. Damn SJWs running cereal. Yeah. So Microsoft had a bunch of game trailers. There wasn't a whole lot of gameplay during their conference, but they did announce, or they did announce a lot of games um, and talked about a lot of games. There was a little bit of gameplay in the Outer Worlds trailer, um, but not a whole <coughs> lot. So that was that was one of the the games that's coming out this year, um, which looks cool. I'm. You know, it's Obsidian. I think we're going to play that, right, Dan? That's, yeah, we're, that we, looks pretty good. Yeah. Looks like Fallout is based. <clears throat> um, Bleeding Edge got announced, which was is Moblade's new game, which is the team that made Hellblade, and it was Sacrifice. Of which, I have to agree with what Giant Bomb was saying. They're leaning, you know, of all of the, they're naming, like, all the games that this studio has done. Yeah. And then they name Hellblade, and it's like, I don't know if you need to mention Hellblade, because... That game is a completely different direction than this. It's it is like a serious game versus like cartoon silly time. Yes. Um yeah, so that looks cool. Um it's definitely an Overwatch style looking game um from hearing, you know, like Austin and Patrick talk about it that's a, you know, it's basically objective based. Characters are very, you know, wacky and Borderlands-esque. Inspired, I was going to say so. Borderlands is the flavor. Borderlands and, like I said, Borderlands and Overwatch is the vibe I got from that. Um, <coughs> so, what else did we have? Ori and the Will of the Wisp is coming in February. Even though it was, I remember either last year or the year before, it said 2019 for the release date. Yeah. So that's Although, a common theme among lots of things that I was we were expecting this year, <coughs> is that they are being pushed to early 2020. February through like May is, is going to be fucking insane. The game apocalypse is what yeah. we're, it'll be yeah. like that year that the Switch came out. Remember, like mm-hmm. in March of that year, we had Near Automata, we had uh, Zelda, mm-hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda. For those who give a shit, I gave a shit <laughs> until I played it. But and also, that's around shit. when um, Robot Dinosaur game PS4. Why can't Robot Dinosaur Game PS4. You're like Cavewoman. Horizon Zero Dawn. There we go. That came out right around that time, yes, too. like a week before Zelda did. So. Yeah, like, we're having another instance of that where it's March is going to be the time. Well, like, honestly, it's going to be Ori and then Cyberpunk and then, of course, Avengers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Live service game, man. You got to get in on the ground hey, floor. Hey, don't forget 10% of Final Fantasy VII. 10% Anyways, of it. The Midgar. We're jumping around here. Let's, no, Midgar let's, was like five hours. Let's keep on track. There's a new Battletoads game. They shut it off. Oh, fuck off. That looks bad. Yeah. yeah. not for me. The, 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 the art style looks mad, not, not great. Something, very, something <clears throat> surprising that happened was the Double Fine announcement. Uh, getting bought by Microsoft. Um, yeah, Tim, Fafe, Tim Schaefer just uh, cashing those checks. The video he posted first that was like that had 15 seconds of nothing after he he basically answered the question <laughs> it was pretty great because he's like, yeah, Microsoft came up to me and they you know offered me a lot of money and I said yeah, and then they cut it off and then there's like 15 seconds of nothing at the end of the video. Um, but then he posted one later that was you know talking more earnestly about it. So that's good. I mean, I like that that studio is going to have stability to. Yeah, Double Fine's always felt like it is one step away from falling into, like, 
a one like really bad a game, like a game that's not like either critically liked or you know well, commercially moderate. I don't know. What other output is like it's okay. Like I don't know. Like what is the last game that you guys actually really really liked of theirs? I liked Headlander a lot. I thought it was fun. Did it was you finish good... it? Yeah, I beat I beat Headlander. It was a good Metroidvania. Um, and it had a weird, cool aesthetic style that I liked. Um, that was like two years ago. Yeah. It was a while back, I know. Um, but yeah, that was the last game of theirs I finished. Also, the those Kinect games were fun. The what was it, Happy Action Theater or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were, but those, those, those were a long those, time ago. Long, long, those the giant bomb before they were bought by CS. Psychonauts. That was fun. That was a long time. That's a long time ago. <laughs> long time ago Kevin. I mean, that pro that that like what, that <clears> game <throat> where you program your enemies and stuff like that. That didn't really like the. Oh, was that was that Halcyon Six that never that they just released even though it wasn't finished? I there was a game they released that they weren't. <clears throat> That wasn't actually finished. I know. No, they yeah, they had that one where is Zelda, but you your yeah, sword's a USB stick. Yeah, that yeah. game sucked. Yeah, it, I yes. wanted to enjoy that because Zelda and reprogramming things until I realized. Okay, you plug your sword into it, then you go to this menu, you slowly toggle through everything, you toggle this one, then you exit out, and it's like it's all so slow. Were they the ones who made the tactical turn-based game where it's like? Massive Chalice? Yeah. I'm thinking of? Yeah, that was them. Yeah, that didn't really like it. I liked it. It was... But it, I did fall off of it because yeah. it had roguelike elements. So. <clears throat> yeah, and then, like, like people talked about it for, like, a second. And then Were they the ones they who... played? Did they do... I can't remember the name of it. It's a space station game that only ended up being, like... 10% completed or something. That's, I think that's I what John was talking yeah. about. Yeah, and they charged money was... for it, and then eventually they just gave it away for free because yeah. they fucked up so bad. Yeah. Oh, oh and don't it. forget uh, the Double Fine Adventure. Broken Age. That game sucked. Yeah, I never played I bought it, and I never played it. For... I don't know. I have, like, a bunch of their games. Like, I have Massive Chalice, but it's never felt like actually buying it. And then I was just like, I'm just buying this because it's Tim Schafer. I'm looking forward so to I their, probably just their next game games. that's coming out. Not Rad, because I know that's... Another, I think they were publishing that. I forget. Based on the BMX movie? No. That's the, they did a uh, unfinished of it on Giant Bomb, which is... Yeah, I know. I was hoping for the same. But um, Nights and Bikes actually is pretty fun. I played that with uh, Chris last year at PAX, and that seems pretty enjoyable. I like the co-op aspect of it, and also the the <coughs> idea of it's be- kids who are basically imagining their fan- fantasy world, but it's all set in like real-world locations. They do kind of good with that, because weren't they costume class? Yes, that too. That's another one that I played in their, their output the last Jesus, several years. I had a whole other set of friends when that came out. The person who person who gifted it to me i don't think i'm friends with them anymore damn did they go <laughs> racist no it's, it's <laughs> as is everything you know nowadays who, ah you know what gotcha because yeah. i'm just going to say if you say you had friends in the past that you don't anymore and was like longer than like oh no two and a half three years ago it's like oh did the <sighs> did trump let them become racist i i don't think i've unfriended an actual friend because of <clears throat> that exact reason not because they were like revealed to be horribly racist i don't think i've been that yet i've come close I mean, but it's like, like people... they weren't full on racist as much as it's like dude you're you're sharing memes that you're just not thinking about what they say before you click share fantasy star online 2 guys only oh, next year six, six years, years too late i mean it's cool yeah if it it's was def- six years ago. I mean, it's definitely cool that it's finally coming out. Yeah. 
I guess. I mean, if there's anything to like, take away from it, but my like, two thousand, my year two thousand self who logged into Fantasy Star Online with you and Kevin for the first time when we all got our Xboxes and got Xbox Live, I have a very fond memory of that. I don't know if I remember that game being good. I don't. I didn't particularly like it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fine. Like <clears throat> I didn't like the loop. I mean, I've already played other games like that. The best part was the guy who came on and said, "Where my mags at? Where my mags at?" I and that was it. The stuff about that. Well, I mean, the first game. I don't I never played the second. From what I understand, like, the second one's a lot bigger and more open. But yeah, the first game. From what I see, it's like the, it's like needlessly complex. Uh, like for whatever <clears throat> Diablo is, it's not really that complex. I mean, Path of Exile is, is can be complex, but that's more that the tree is complex. It's not the system. There's like Damn. all these weird systems. The forest, the skill forest. Yeah, it ain't a tree. That's fucking. That it's is a jungle. A jungle forest. <laughs> it's a monitor. It is the. It is the earth. It's Yggdrasil. Yeah, it's the roots of Yggdrasil. I've looked at that thing and I went no. But the but the but the system isn't isn't yeah. hard. You just pick it and whatever you whatever it is you get. But like Fantasy Star One, I didn't 1. know what was going on in Fantasy Star Online. Maybe maybe it's more not as complex as I. I was Although, waiting for a true Fantasy Online. You know what was. You know what was really bad about well, Fantasy Star Online? Really you know what was really bad about Fantasy Star Online 1 with how they made things so complex, but the game itself was way too simple to yeah. like justify it. Because each area, it's like, go through Forest 1, then Forest 2, yeah, then fight Forest like... Boss, then it's Cave 1, then Cave 2, I mean, then Cave Boss. I mean, that's why I wanted to play Fantasy Star Online <clears throat> 2 in 2012. Yeah. Because I was like, I wonder what they did, and this is free, that's cool. And it looks so much more, like, Hopefully it'll big. come out at some point. And the character creator is worthy of Monster Factory. a different president. Yeah. I mean... We have a whole different set of laws. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that, that they're finally deciding... <laughs> Britain's trying to get out of the EU! To make, how much time to make good that? on their six-year-old promise to bring that game stateside. We have a whole new Star Wars trilogy uh-huh. that wasn't even Almost like... done, too. That wasn't even in... in <laughs> that's going to be finished before this game comes out. 20- we will have had a full Star Wars trilogy! And in 2012, we weren't even thinking that there was going to be new uh-huh. Star Wars. Disney, I don't Disney think so. about Lucasfilm. I, yeah, I don't let's, think so. Uh, I, 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 we will verify. Uh, I think Avengers <laughs> came out 2012. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I don't think there was even like uh, maybe at the very least it was just starting. October 30th, 2012 was when they bought Lucasfilm. So yeah. that would have been after the oh, E3 okay. that year. So so <laughs> about the time. With, yeah. Okay. But anyway, it was a whole different world. We weren't in the apocalypse yet. Yeah, climate change hasn't completely f- turned over. Women could still get abortions in the South. Wow. Sorry, right. guys got it. a little too. Okay, anyway. So what else, what, else, what else was there? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick was not... Was it, champ- was it almost a championship quarterback? You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. The, the Seahawks are still together? Yeah. Legion yeah. of Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft. Wasn't that, was that the Super Bowl year, 2012? Or was it 2011? I forget. Forget, too. Yeah, I know, right? 2012 was that Russell Wilson's rookie year, Might or have been his rookie year. then that that was Colin Kaepernick like blowing almost, up, almost winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah like the last... and then the next year Seahawks made. Good. 2013 was the Super Bowl that the Ravens and the 49ers win. Okay, so, so it was oh. that 2012 was, season, yeah. the 2012-2013 season. Yes, I hate I hate that feels like that. Where it's just like yeah, it's 2012 year. And it's like well, they won it in 2013. Oh, 2012. <sighs> Back then, everyone hated Kaepernick for dabbing and kissing his muscles, not for kneeling. Yeah, 
man. And there was a big thing about like, oh, he's not wearing uh, <clears throat> sleeves in the in like a sub <laughs> sub zero game in like Green Bay, and then like or something like that. And then people were like, like, wow, he's really tough. And then like the other half were like, wow, he really sucks. He's always been like that dude. controversial. Yeah, man. That was a that was better time. And oh, the Mariners man. were in a rebuilding year instead of being in a rebuilding oh, year. Oh. That's every year now. But they weren't <laughs> hitting a lot of home runs <laughs> while Mariners losing. Talk. Man, remember the first three weeks of the season? Oh, God, that, they that were was great. Best record Isn't in that the... every year? Like, no, no. This was beyond. They okay. were best record in the uh-huh. league, like, by far. Like, by a lot. How much have they fallen to earth now? Oh, they, oh, they fell. They fell through the earth and then went into Earth Two. Are they in last <laughs> place now? Oh, they're way in last place. Oh, like, oh no! Not even. Oh, so, not even no. John, you know Wiley Coyote cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when he runs off the cliff, yeah, uh-huh. he holds the sign that says "Yikes," yeah. and he floats there for a second. Then he looks down, and then he falls. And, he yeah. falls, and when he hits the ground, he goes through the yeah, ground. A hole That's what the Mariners did. Okay. We're, gonna look up, we're gonna look up their. Uh... Although they still have like. I think they're the third best home run hitting team. Oh yeah! Still. For some reason, they can hit a lot of home runs, but they can't but they do could... anything else. Like it's not even like oh they have bad pitching. They can't do like their defense is bad. The regular hitting is bad. So they're like you created a team and you put all the stat points in home runs. Yeah, and nothing in anything else. At one point, like almost a month into the season, they were the best best record league, uh-huh. or best, best record, record in the league in yeah. the league, and now they're thirty and forty three. Oh, okay. And they've actually been kind of okay because their last 10, they're 5-5, five and five, which is a lot better well, than... Well, the season's almost over, right? We've got, like, you know, maybe 10 more games left and then they're going to oh, have the no, playoffs. And what? Oh, no. Baseball goes on. For... How many... Baseball. How many games so, are left? The one constant <laughs> in life. Many... So, Baseball. How many games are left in the season, Dan? <clears throat> I don't know. Fucking 450. Uh, 90. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, how, how many wins the only, did you... Uh, the only thing we want to watch during baseball season is the All-Star. Ha, how many wins did you say they had? 30. 30. They, did they start They had like a 22? winning right... They were 20 and like 3 yeah, at one point. some kind of crazy... Yeah. So they have lost since 40 games. So they've been 10 and 40 since the their record start. Yeah. That's bad. Somebody get hurt? Somebody pull out... They blackmailing them? It's because the viaduct opened, or the viaduct no, got just, closed, and they it, opened the tunnel. It's baseball. Uh-huh. Everybody, everybody got hot at the same time. Uh-huh. Everybody's all shaking off early uh-huh. season rust, and then when the weather turns <clears> warm, <throat> and everybody's actually doing the stuff that they're supposed to do, and you then know, we only have ninety games left to see where this ends up. To be fair, though, like I, I, I feel bad for the Angels. I feel bad for Trout. Oh, I mean, it's just I'm precious it's, boys not doing well. No, they were they were they were second to last. Yeah, <laughs> not last. They're thirty four and thirty six. They're the best Two player. Two games under five hundred. Best player historically, yes. yeah, yeah. statistically, <laughs> ever to play the game, and they can't fucking buy a bucket. By the way, Ohtani, you know, Otani hit a cycle though. Tweet the first first. I time. feel bad for Did him too. Cycle. Yeah, wow. I feel bad for Otani. Uh, he's, he's he's not pitching this year. Oh, he's just he's, he well, he hurt might, his arm pretty he, bad last year. Yeah, he year. had the Tommy John surgery. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they might pitch him, but like the, the selectively the the plan going into this season was to not pitch. But they they're kind of talking about it because improving a lot. Which I don't know. With he's ha- hitting okay. as we With found how out we... during the NBA playoffs here. You should just let the man be let the man heal. Should rest. With how we were talking about like in the past, things were so much different. In the past, remember when they said, okay, we're going to even out all the divisions in baseball, so the Astros are joining the American League West. Like, Good, yes. we, won't, we, we won't be last place anymore. 
are the Astros always good now? Did they win the World Series? I think so. Yeah, something like that. And they're always first place. Somebody's barbecue. Also, I think 2012, Robert Pujols was still kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hey, all I can say is the Angels have won a World Series. Yeah, I got yeah. to watch that happen. Yeah. And, like, it's all cream cheese for me at this point. Yeah, it's like the Seahawks. It's yeah. like, I mean, we, Russell Wilson <laughs> retires tomorrow. They'll name fucking Fourth Avenue after him. Yep. Like, he could run for mayor or governor of Washington State. I think he would win. Probably. Oh, he like, would. I think he would win right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, while quarterbacking the Seahawks. Yeah. Like, I think he maybe he'd do an okay pa- job. Pull a, many, a better Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Be a politician and the, um, and the star uh, athlete. Of course, at the same time... Most of them <clears> would be better than I'm, yeah, Pacquiao. Yeah. At the same time, you've seen what Inslee does, or I should say doesn't do when he... It's like, we have important things you have to sign, and state law says you have to sign it while in the state of Washington. He's like, I'm just going to go campaigning around the country for a little bit. No one knows who you are, and no one's going to vote for you. Kevin, nobody... There's no laws in it. So I know. Minecraft Dungeons is a thing that got announced. That looks it looks of, cute. It looks Damn, cute, yeah. but like, what a wasted opportunity. How so? Because there's no building. There's no Minecraft That's building. True, like, it's the one thing to differentiate from the from all the other. There's a lot of them, and there's a lot of them in the pipeline. Yeah. In if Steam early access so, is, is to be. So believed. what are we saying? Like, we I could see this. Then that's a good idea. The Minecraft people think like are fairly smart about their brand. Maybe this is like the first launch. And <laughs> yeah, maybe an maybe, that that maybe a out. division uh, dungeons too. Then yeah, it's like, yeah, but like. Yeah, I, I, I when I no, saw I that, I was like, oh, this would be cool. Like, you make your own bridge or something, or I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh, I'm you build a, your way through the dungeon. Yeah, you That's build even your way or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you have to upgrade your pickaxe to open up some passages or something. Yeah. Or you build out your keep that, like, your, your guys rest in. You know, all of those things have a hub, hub-like yeah. place. Something like that <laughs> would be kind of cool, yeah. but, like, it's just... It's Diablo Minecraft Diablo, yeah. yeah. Each Which dun- already looks kind of all right. Yeah. Each dungeon could have had like its own unique thing you could mine from it that then you could bring back to your hub and create yeah, like new yeah, shit. That's exactly. And that's what, like these are things like we know Minecraft is very smart about like expanding their game over these this decade or so. Um, so like this is easily something that like I'm I sure people so. people in a room are like yeah after we get the base you know ARPG combat down you know or is it CRPG for this game I forget what these are classic ARPG are. is it ARPG yeah okay, good. CRPG is Baldur's Baldur's Gate gotcha also Oblivion yeah. yeah. So, anyways, like this is something that I would assume that like they have kicked around for sure, um, or some designer is like, "Hey, why don't we? After we get the base game down, we can start, you know, b- bolting on or adding more Minecrafty style stuff I to it." I think their word choice, though, like I liked how it started off. It just says from the creator of Minecraft, and all I think is, "Fuck, Notch is back!" Yeah. Oh shit, Notch is here, and he's going to interview Elon Musk and Todd Howard. <laughs> I personally would have gone with. <laughs> From the studio behind <laughs> Minecraft, not the creator of, because I immediately well, think... is the creator of Minecraft now. The fucking cursed name has been stricken from the records for all eternity. Anyway, what else do we have? We have a lot. Yeah, we do have a lot. Um, okay, we're so... We're going to go through every game. How about C- Cyberpunk? They're showing off some stuff, and then the, the best part is when, like, they decide to end the Microsoft show, instead have the Keanu show. Yeah, that was like you know we were I was watching we were watching that CG channel and I'm like this all looks really really cool this looks super great and then that fucking last little stinger man I was just like all right yeah. yes <laughs> god damn it you're problematic game you're breathtaking you're breathtaking 
And then that guy gets a free copy. On of a side note, if you uh, if you haven't watched Always Be My Maybe on Netflix, you should watch it. It is a very funny rom com, very brisk movie. Yep. But the Keanu Reeves ten minutes, ten to fifteen minutes in the middle of the movie is is projects that into like a higher realm. Yeah. Like it's already really funny. Yeah. Like very very well done. And <clears throat> and Randall Park and Ali Wong are hilarious people. Yep. And there's a lot of little clever, small little things, but like Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves. Ke- quotes. I gotta use. You gotta use air quotes. Keanu Reeves. Well, on the on the on the credits, it just says Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Like he's playing himself, but he's playing like this hyper version of himself. You mean like Neil Patrick Harris in yes. um, kind of yeah. in anything? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yes. But not as. But see, it's not as. I, I would say the Neil Patrick Harris was more like out of left field. Like, wow, that guy's crazy. But like, you kind of almost see like this might almost be like a parody of Keanu Reeves. Uh, this right? is. I would say this is Keanu Reeves doing what he thinks a parody of himself. Would yeah, be. yeah, that's actually, so kind of like with Nick Cage doing uh, Into the Spider Verse, yes. where the directors Ooh. were like, um, I don't know, we're not quite you getting it. And he like goes, Cage. he's like, should I give it more Cage? And they're like, yes. Yeah. So yeah, he's, it's excellent. It's, I highly recommend. I, I have watched it twice, and it is it's been funny both times. I have to say, with how horrible the world is in a lot of ways, at least Keanu has become like his true, like evolved Keanu self yeah, in the I last love, few I years. Love, I love this. Oh yeah, we also we, also we saw, saw John Wick saw three, John Wick three, which is which is great. It's more John Wick stuff. I liked it better than two. They like. The the crazy thing about that those movies is that you got the first two movies you're like oh man there's a whole world and like weird mythos and stuff here oh it you don't really make, talk about but uh, no no like they don't talk about it really oh, yeah. in the first two movies in this movie they're like nah son we're gonna get get into the nitty gritty yeah. of our world and our lore and we're gonna explain weird shit to you and you're just gonna be there and like okay yeah honestly <laughs> like if it was just that it's, it's complete nonsense it doesn't make any like it's actually kind of bad but. Because in the whole how, yeah. context, mm-hmm. when you wrap it all around with Keanu being Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane fucking chewing yeah, scenery, and then Lawrence Fishburne doing his thing, uh-huh. and even the the girl from uh, Billions and also uh, Orange is the New Black, Dan knows her more than I do. I've yeah, she she plays like the arbiter, but she she's pretty awesome because she's so swarming. You just fucking hate she's her. She's one of those so much. characters that you want to punch in the face just because of how asshole. But she does they are. such a good job at it. But mm-hmm. anyway. And then you wrap it around with all the ridiculous action. Yeah, Lawrence Reddick, from you know, the, as the concierge, just yeah, it's just, much more to do. And it just it makes sense somehow when oh, they're talking about the table. We forgot. Like, oh, you're from the table. I'm an arbiter from the table. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? You gotta do a special <laughs> shout out to Mark DeCascos in that too. Oh yeah, because that guy is having the time of his life in that movie. Oh, he's and finally in a movie it. that everybody's gonna watch. Yep. Two Asian actors leading the 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 like the big conflict. Keanu in that Reeves movie. is Asian. Yeah, Dan. He's an Asian actor. Whoa! It's a fourth Chinese. It was funny because the uh, during <laughs> I was American, listening to Native, the Native American, Native Hawaiian. I was listening to the Waypoint people talk about the Cyberpunk trailer, and uh, Austin Walker at one point refers to Keanu Reeves as a white guy, and then like ten minutes later he goes, "I have to correct myself. Keanu Reeves is not white. He is Asian. I am sorry." Yeah. <laughs> it's like as soon as he said he's that, Asian like, and like, like no, I think almost Asian. half Native Hawaiian. <laughs> yes, yeah. if if not, maybe like he sees a good chunk of it. If I know, so apparently, see though, it's kind of like with when uh, like The Rock plays a black guy, and people go, "He can't play a black guy," and it's like. 
He's half black. Yeah, he's half black. His 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 dad was Rocky Johnson. That guy looked like that guy looked like a black exploitation actor from the seventies. Like he, he would sh- show up in black yeah. or and he's, black and he's also hella Samoan because yeah. his his grandfather was the, was a high chief yeah. Peter Maivea. Yeah. I might have um, said that wrong. Darno will probably laugh. Um, but yeah, Keanu Reeves. If you want to laugh at Dan, send it in. Too. So he's apparently playing like an iconic character from the cyberpunk universe. Like this, that character. So that seems cool. like it's actually like a like like I guess the word from the gameplay demo. He's in there, yeah, as like a as like a ghost. Yeah, he, he as a techno ghost. But his line at the end of that trailer was fucking perfect. Like it was, like wake up, fucking samurai. We gotta burn oh, this yeah. place to the ground. And you're just like, yeah, I want to burn the place to the ground with Keanu. Let's do this. Um, and then they announced the date for that, which is April of next year, which I thought was everyone six, assumed was like six months earlier than I figured it was going to be. I assumed so. about a year earlier, infin- infinity earlier than I thought it would be. Because <laughs> man, yeah. and then they never, you just never know. Yes. I, love I mean, they announced the trailer. Like the first trailer was like they've been working on this game for a long time, yeah. but they did. They only really did a big announcement for it like three, two or three years ago. So, I just love the two games. I assumed we would never see come out anytime soon. Death Stranding. No, that one. I I had I, a feeling I, just because I, typically once he started like actual work on a game, it's been usually about three years to turn around for know, Kojima. The, the fact that he was untethered from. Konami and just given money by Sony made me think that he was just gonna it be. It was like, more like how, like, you knew when to would, like, do a new Metal Gear game. You kind of knew, like, there's, like, like, an uh, actual game of Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. But with Death Stranding, it's just like, what are you making? You're just filming Mads Mickelson for, like, two years? Like, are you guys just palling around smoking cigarettes? Like, is Actually, that what that's what they're doing. doing. Yeah, and then, you, <laughs> and then Norman Reedus would show up. And, and then, then you see that like... trailer, and then you're just like, what? What is this game? Yeah. Like, Then Guillermo del Toro would show up, be like, hey guys, what's going on? Then another director shows up, Nicholas Winding Refn, the director of Drive, is in that goddamn game too. See, though, I assume though Cyberpunk would end up being like many years out, and I assumed we we would not hear any like date for Final Fantasy VII. True, it's episode episodic, and we're only getting like Midgar. But I assume that was going to be another like five years minimum. So the other things from Microsoft, we'll, we'll get to the square stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan was probably happy about more happy about this than anybody else I could think of. Microsoft Flight Simulator. I mean, I was surprised. Yeah. Because they definitely said that we are not making this game ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, well, I don't know if they said ever, but like, it was a pretty dead as a doornail when that last flight kind of like, yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of like half-assed mm-hmm. um, thing came out with was it Windows Eight or something? I want to say you're right. I think it yeah. was like with Windows Eight. It was like really half-assed. Yeah, it was like it was Microsoft Flight. It wasn't called Flight Simulator. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this one looks crazy. <laughs> New Flight Simulator. Was- in- I in mean, we'll year. see. I said that, I said it at the at the conference, but we'll see how it runs because those games always run pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just intrigued. But they showed like what was it? a Cessna was like buzzing the space needle. Yeah, yeah. fucking we'll, hell! Real time 4K satellite imagery. Was 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 I'm I I I'll be neutral. You're I'd like to see what it what it what it is. I mean, this is the this is the only way that flight simulators would ever get popular, and it's going to be on Game Pass because because like nobody's going to play um, 
what's that other one called? X-Plane? X-Plane, yeah. Nobody the one Drew Scanlon's talking about. You know what makes me sad is, man, for a fight simulator to come back, I wish Drew Scanlon was... Like still with giant bomb. I want them to be. You. I want them to um, have that feature where you can make your planes. Yeah. The old. The old. That flight simulator four had. Yeah. The old version. You can make your own plane and be fucking ridiculous. And, and then you'd, you'd, you could be just. Like, oh, cool! The I'm gonna space program of flight simulators. I'm gonna. It's just like it was like a lot of numbers. So uh, you like how big your. You don't know what you're like eight years old. I don't know how a fucking plane works. And then it's just like lift, cool. drag. My my planes fly. Okay, time to turn. <laughs> my favorite. You make. I got a, it in the air. I made a tail that was. Ginormous, and then I'd go into the weather settings and turn it up to like hurricane winds, and the plane just goes flying. You'd just be like, I have the biggest (laughs) wings and the biggest tail, and the smallest plane. Oh, and the wingtips. You had the wingtips. Horrible plane game that they played, Ectoro Planes or whatever it was that Drew and Vinny played that one time with the planes that didn't actually fly very well. Oh, yeah, the Russian game. Yeah. I just loved how you could toggle wingtips. Do you want the little wingtips or not? Yeah, and then you'd like, then you'd just do the opposite. The biggest fuselage with the smallest wings. And you could color it. So you'd have, like, the fuselage is the ugly, it's rust orange. So, Dan, are you looking forward to the next Game of Thrones book? It's Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? I'm well, looking forward to it. It's not coming out anytime soon. Oh, I got no. bad news. You know why? Because George R. R. Martin's working on video games. <laughs> his, his game got announced, quotes, I will say, at, at the Microsoft conference. What was the name of it again? Elden Ring. So, when I heard that name, all I could think was when PS2 launched, yeah. it had a bunch of games with that weirdly oh, yeah. generic of names. Summoner. like uh, There was Eternal Ring. Yep, The Bouncer. That the was bounce. a launch game. Uh, Dynasty Warriors 2 was a launch game, I remember that. But they had all of the bad names, yes. like Elden Ring. When I saw that name, I was like, that's a PS2 launch all that, game. All that trailer showed me is that, hey, they can make weird CG-looking things. And yeah, it didn't show anything. doesn't show anything. Like that's from see... Software's new game. Yeah. It's good to see them, like, branching out into different genres, or different... Like inspirational time periods, like you know, with Sekiro being an Asian-inspired, like Dark Souls S game, it'll be. It's a... cool to see what the game is like because, yeah. like, Sekiro is like definitely different from Dark Souls, and yeah. even Bloodborne's different from Bloodborne's yeah. like Dark Victorian Souls. England, yeah. but just even like the gameplay, right? yeah. Because like like Bloodborne, there's not really a blocking. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, really there's no shields and stuff. Yeah, it's all no. There's about... one shield that's a joke. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. About, it's all about like parry. Like it's like, all about getting that timing and down interrupting stuff interrupting. with guns. Yeah. And then and about having one weapon that you count on. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's just basically that one weapon. You can get other weapons. Yeah. You picked which one of like there, there were a like total of like weapons nine weapons, like yeah, and each one had like two forms: the yes. unleashed form and the regular. Yeah. Um, a couple of hardware things Microsoft talked about. They announced a new version of the Elite controller. Which that ha- thing looks cool with the tension adjustment. Tension adjustable sticks. So my only problem Adjust with the tension. Elite controller at all... Currently. The, new, the, the current, current one. Yeah. My only problem is the sticks I wish I could adjust the tension on because some games do not program in correctly mm-hmm. to have a dead zone. Mm-hmm. So you are holding left, you let go, and snaps a hair to the right, like like a tenth of a whatever the smallest degree you I could have... And because a game won't program a dead zone right around the center, it will all of a sudden snap your character to the other direction. I would love to adjust the tension to make up for the games that don't have the dead zone a little more tension. tension. So, 
The, I'm going they ratchet tried up to do the this, They tried to do some of this stuff with the software, so the accessories app on the PC and on the console allows you to change your, your dead zones for your, your each of the sticks individually and like actually do weird stuff like that. I never dug into it because, for the most part, I'm just like, you know, give you the stock controller, and if a game has the ability, maybe change it in there occasionally. But yeah, this will have the adjustable thumbstick or the adjustable tension on the thumbsticks. Finally, it's going to have Bluetooth. So you can use it on your PC without a dongle. Dongle. Um, also, it's going to have an integrated rechargeable battery pack that they are promising 40 hours of gameplay between charges. We know that's pie in the sky always, but if you can get like 30 or even 25 I'd, to 30 hours of gameplay with one charge... I only honestly care about reliability. Yeah. Because Microsoft, on the 360, those rechargeable battery packs were yeah. incredibly unreliable. They Like, the initial batch of battery packs, you got about a year of use before yes. they were just fucked. Yeah, and those were not, those are not, those weren't lithium-ion batteries, which... You know, we know how the, the lithium-ion batteries now are much more... Don't bring it on a plane. Yeah, don't bring it on a plane. They'll tell you. Oh, yeah, you can't bring your Elite controller on a plane. Ooh. You no, you can bring it in your car- in your hand in your hand on the one you take on the plane. You can't pack it into, yeah, the, into yeah. storage. So, um, they also talked... I mean, it's an Elite controller. It looks good. I am, I will be happy to get my hands on one when they release in November. Late October, early November is the time frame. Um... XCloud, they talked about their streaming service. They plan on starting to test that in October. Um, they're also, they have, the, Phil talked about two different versions of streaming. One that would be basically from data centers, similar to like Stadia. But then he also talked about streaming from your console directly, like anywhere you are in the world. So if you wanted to boot up your console remotely and play it from there, you could do that. Um, and then finally, of course, they talked about the new console. The Scarlet. Next Project Scarlet. Which had already been leaked out as a code name some time ago, but yes, it is official now as the name of the next Microsoft console coming in holiday 2020. I'm sure we'll get to hear more about actual specs next year, but it definitely seems like them and Sony are having the same focus when it comes to fast loads. Fast loads, yeah, <clears throat> making sure that you're getting into your games faster, not sitting there at loading screens or watching the you know the clever tricks that game developers have to use to cause load screens or to hide load screens. You know, like the God of War sequences where it's like, oh, well, I'm climbing through this you know this canned animation, or I'm climbing through a pa- cr- crawling through a passageway. Which is hiding that load screen very well. Or, of course, the most famous perfect way to hide them ever. Castlevania Symphony of the Night walked through a hallway with a CD on the ceiling. Um, So that's about it. I mean, they talked about Gears and Halo a little bit. The Gears thing sounded interesting because they're actually adding a cooperative, like, multiplayer horde, or, like, escape mode. Which seemed kind of nifty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is good because nobody can play that multiplayer unless you're... uh, a god at this point because they haven't really changed the the multiplayer gameplay in that since Gears of War one. Um, I liked Phil Harris or Phil Spencer's joke during the Giant Bomb interview where he said, "Oh yeah, I just run for the sh- if you don't run for the shotgun, you're dead." So he knows. Um, and then so after Microsoft was Bethesda, right? No, oh, don't we want to talk about Halo? Do we want to talk about Halo Infinite? Not really. Okay. No. I don't know what that game is. Yeah. All I know is, hey, Master Chief. Yeah. Uh, What's weird is that that game's going to come out probably in the next year and a half, and we have no idea what what that game is. Kind of, kind of sucks. I kind of moved beyond Halo. Like, I don't around... know if I would actually. Yeah. I don't know if I would actually care. As somebody, but I just want to know what they're doing different. If yeah. if they're doing something completely really different, yeah. 
I might get interested to play it, but like honestly, if it's I, the same thing again, yeah, I didn't play four or five or six. That's a six. Oh, I forgot. So we'll talk about it anyway. Since all these games are going to be on Game Pass because they're first party titles, uh, they also announced changes to the or they add additions to the Game Pass lineup with Game Pass for PC. But in addition to the Game Pass for PC, which was leaked a few days before, or leaked uh, talked about a few days before, they also announced that if you subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate, which was their current thing that they were testing, which included Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass for console, now if you subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate, you get all three, which you get Game Pass, <coughs> Game Pass for PC, and Xbox Live, all for one subscription price. And a consumer warning, though, about Game Pass for PC. Yes, Dan. Make sure that you know how to like update your your Windows to like another version that's not actually just on an auto update thing because it will not allow you to download PC Pass or the 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 program to run your PC Pass thing even though you already bought it and there's not really any clear instructions on, only because I have a guy who works at Microsoft that lives at my house that I am able to understand how to do it because yeah that's so, like I got PC up. Pass because it's one dollar and it's five one dollar four, four yeah. ninety per month after that and I wanted to play Metro Exodus which we'll get to um, and like yeah then started my my Exodus of trying to figure out why it's telling me oh you have you, you your your Windows is not co- you're not compatible to PC Game Pass and I'm just like but it's the only Windows there is. So I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> so like the, I don't know what you want. Tell from me. me what it you want. It doesn't actually even tell me like what I need to do. So on the product page for the, I want to say I don't know if it's the Game Pass one or the Xbox beta app specifically. Um, <clears throat> one of them specifically has a note on it that says you need to be running version X or later to be able to. Use. So it's hidden though. It's not something what should happen when da- like Dan's in Dan's experience when he goes, Hey, I want to subscribe to PC Game Pass, it clicks on it, he goes goes, Alright, cool, let's check your system and then it runs through that check and says, Hey, you're not on the latest version of Windows, let's go get it for you and then it downloads that. Yeah, it's not then, even it's not even yeah. that. Like because I have Windows and I keep it updated. No, I mean that's one So I'm saying, like, like why when it tells me you're just not compatible, like Holy Tell crap. Tell me why. What the fuck well, am I doing? And, here's the, and I can't even get it. No, no. Here, yeah, that's the problem is that because that you have to be on this version of Windows and because the way Microsoft as a whole company, including Xbox, rolls out updates for everything, their Windows, their Office, their everything, they do what's called a throttled rollout where they, they prevent you from... They, they only allow a certain percentage of people to update their OS console or PC at a time on a daily basis. So if you're not part of that lottery and you try to go give me the update, you know, check for updates, it goes, now you're good. Eventually, eventually it'll go, oh wait, we got to update you now. You're good. We're ready to go. Honestly, my computer says I'm all up to date. And then the the thing says you're you're incompatible. So that makes me like fucking freak out. Here's the other thing. If they're going to have something like the PC Game Pass come out, and they're going to announce it at a huge yeah, event. I, no, Make I, sure that rollout has already fully gone through for everyone. Me, left hand does not talk to the right hand enough in a big corporation like this when you have a big rollout. That's all I can say. Because I told Dan something off mic about like what people in Microsoft had to do to get this up and running. And it just it boggles my mind. The decisions that get made. Like, honestly, like I said, it should be a simple click and go process. It should be like, hey, we're checking everything. Oh, you're not up to date. Let's update you. All right, you're up to date. Hey, we installed the app as well. 
click and click here and go. Like it should not be a process where you have to. Dan has to go. Why am I not on the latest Windows update? I'm like, yeah, I know, Dan. I'm sorry. You got to go to this site and you got to look for this program. You got to download Is a he, separate program. To this would be the equivalent update. of if you're playing a game on Steam and you know how when you load a game first time it does like the um, first time running. Uh, downloading C++ and it'd be like instead of doing that it goes no we can't load this game because you don't have the runtime. Where do what do I need? Where do I get it? Yeah. No, we're not going to tell you that. It's PC game. Yeah. Get good, fellas. Yeah. PC master race. That being but, said, Wednesday got it running. It was okay. By the way, it just before took a lot of updates, it took way too much time for something, or way too much. Research. I played a lot of Secret Omana while waiting. By the way, I do have to say before we leave Microsoft stuff, since that's where the Cyberpunk yeah, stuff yeah. was, I just want to say right now you can pre-order it on Steam. Don't do that. It's ten months out. Yeah, it's no recent pre-order. Don't pre-order. pre-order anything. No. If if they nothing. do have something <laughs> where you could, you know, preload it, go ahead. Mm-hmm. In about ten months. Yeah. No, Don't no, do no. it right now. That's generally my my state of mind when it comes to pre-ordering games. Is that either they are offering something like additional content, or they have opened it up for preload. So yeah, if they do that make your decision then yeah but for right now it's 10 months out no. you're not getting anything don't fucking do it no need to do it yet i mean like unless they to... go hey you know what we'll give you a free copper free copper, copper of the oh, yeah. of copper. the witchy three witchy three, oh, yeah. witchy three i love witchy three or the wild Bun. or gwent yeah I love and you that sports you game. really want you <laughs> want some glint or some witchy three or you can go on gog.com and buy the whole uh cd project red bundle which comes with all their games for two cents. I don't know what the fuck's going on in GOG. Um, you know what I don't like about some of the online stores? What's that? Is that, that they very, don't make sense. Is that they're very inconsistent about release dates. Like, like there's a lot. Like, and it's I, I just noticed it <laughs> on the wind on the on the Game Pass store or front or whatever it is. But every 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 site does this. Like sometimes they'll list like when the game actually got released if it's an old game, but sometimes they don't. So like they'll be like they'll be like games that are like older, and then they'll be like released uh, June 2019, and it's just like that game wasn't. Oh, I love this month Steam for that because GOG Steam does that a lot. Steam will have like. I want to download some old game like Commander Keen, let's say. It'll say, like, this game came out in 1990 or 1988 or something like that. And then, meanwhile, I'll get Commander Keen 2, and it says, this came out in 2015. It's like, what? Yeah. I wish they were... I wish people would just get more concerned about that. I mean, or you could put say both like, dates. Ori- yeah, original what release date, date and then publish store release date. Yeah, that would be really nice. I, I just want to know when this game. Came I don't want to look up on Wikipedia when I just want to know when did this game come out. Also, if I'm kind of half drunk and I'm just running around the stores looking for a game to fuck, I'm just like, oh, what's this game? Fucking what? I'm like a pharaoh. What is this? Came out 1992. I'm not gonna play that shit right now. <laughs> That's a long time ago. But if it's just like 20, 2018 and you start it up, you're like, like, God damn it. This is a game from 20 years ago. So that ago. evening, after Microsoft's first salvo, Bethesda came up on stage. What, are you uncomfortable? No, I'm good. What is what is it about this conversation? No, I'm actually just trying to move the... I'm just, <laughs> frightened. Hot and bothered. I'm just trying to move the conversation forward. Um, so Bethesda came on and... Had a pretty good conference, surprisingly enough, considering... Actually, uh, yeah, that was actually... Like, a I wasn't expecting much out of it, like, other than known quantities. I'm just excited. Was zero, and then they went above it. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm just excited about the bullet point 
that ends all bullet points. Return of human NPCs. Yeah, that was kind of weird. But John's getting his canvas bag. My canvas bag is shipped. His canvas Hot bag update. has shipped. It has shipped and is on its way they, to me. We they had a, a picture of one on yes. Kotaku. How did he get it so fast, damn it? Press. Yeah. It's the same thing with the toy yeah, shit. I know. Whenever I look at YouTube and then some guy's just like, oh yeah, I just got the new thing. It's like, how the fuck do you have this? See, new- when the canvas shortage ended after the canvas wars were finally called to a peace treaty, gonna, let's, only so much canvas can get out at only, a time. We'll, okay, we'll table this for now because I will show it to you all next Friday, next weekend because yeah. it's supposed to arrive next Friday. Con- canvas review <laughs> yes. exclusive. Yep. Anyways, Bethesda had a new game from the (laughs) Evil Within studio and had probably one of the most earnest uh, ladies come out and present it. Yeah, she was Um, pretty cool. Yeah, it it was a... Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember what it is now. Something Something Tokyo. Well, the game is called Ghostwire Tokyo. And according to the Japanese-ass Japanese name. According to the lady who uh, came out and presented she said, It's spooky. The way she said it was so good, too. And everyone should want to, like, hug her or high-five her. She was so her. earnest. And then, like, so, like, literally after I was reading, you know, after the internet blew up about it, I read, you know, looked up something on... Uh, oh, she's super talented and accomplished. Yeah, she's been, like, oh, super yeah. accomplished and is basically the protege of uh, uh, Shinji Mikami is the... Yeah, um, one of those. Yeah, Shinji Mikami's studio, yeah. So he's basically her protege. She did a whole bunch of work on, like, Bayonetta and, you know, a bunch of other games. And, like, this is her first game that she's directing, which is super cool. Um, then yeah, had, they didn't really give too much about no, it. Just look, it's it look okay. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I. Uh, it's just the perfect. Yeah, was, there is a once a two second video of her just saying that, and it's like I just want to have that permanently, just everywhere. Yeah. Spooky Japan with some kind of people disappearing. Yeah, getting, I I feel like I've watched that movie. Yeah, the Japanese horror. When I was into Japanese horror for a second. Um. So the Arcane guys who made Dishonored premiered their trailer for their new game called Deathloop. Which I think is an okay name. Yeah. I'm intrigued on what that game is because... they haven't really shown... Anything, yeah. yeah. But they have I want to know... It it has style and attitude. I want to know what you do if you play both parts. Yeah. Because it's basically in the trailer they show like one person doing doing a thing and then the other main character is like against them and then like it goes one way like somebody dies and like then they, they then they redo that scene yeah. but from the other person's point of view and then and then they like, use that knowledge to do something yeah different. they use that knowledge so it's just like I want to know while I'm doing the game it seemed like um on a Groundhog Day it's kind of the theme of a lot of games it's this like, year like live I repeat only they're they're two people against each other instead of Tom Cruise versus a bunch of weird robot alien things yeah and it definitely looks like an arcane game they have yeah. a certain kind of french ass french style then we had <laughs> we talked they showed off some doom eternal which, which looks got dan rock hard oh yeah i was stiffer than a stiff yeah. so uh, <laughs> hearing hearing like the guys actually talk about the game got me more excited like i mean the trailer looked cool it's like yeah doom guy like fucking being doom guy like ripping and tearing and hey look he's got a flamethrower now and like the, it seems like they made the moment-to-moment combat even crazier because of the addition of things like that. Like you can actually see like your 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 brain trying to work through those combat puzzles now. Yeah, depending on the status of the enemy, when you kill them, like they get different drops and stuff. And yeah, it just seems like a mo- whole lot more stuff. Looks like you're fighting weird kind of angels in some mm-hmm. kind of fucking hell castle or something. I mean, hearing... Some fantasy palace. Hearing Jeff Gerstmann say that the Doom guy at one point fucking loads himself into a giant BFG and 
and fucking shoots himself at the at the planet. Yeah, I'm on board. Sure. Yeah, that looks pretty fantastic. Um, That's coming out this year. Yeah, that is November twenty uh, second. So Thanksgiving is set for Dan. Gonna rip and tear all weekend. Turkey legs and demons. Uh, Elder Scrolls Blades is coming to Switch and has cross save with mobile. We talk about real games here. Uh, Wolfenstein. <laughs> Sorry. Mobile games is real game. Whatever. But Wolfenstein announced a VR stupid. shooter game, which I didn't care to give two shits about, but they also talked about Youngblood, which looks dope, because I like those first two games quite a bit. This one's going to have co-op. Yeah, that'd be fun. Which looks fun. Um, Commander Keen is coming back to mobile. Oh, God. Actually, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. Like, Commander Keen wasn't good. I don't have fun memories. I have... So, I didn't get a console for a long time. So, growing up as a kid, that was my side-scrolling platformer game. And I just... I That looks horrible. And Tom Hall, the creator of Commander Keen, also co-founder of id and Ion Storm, he had a lot of words on Twitter. Like, he was saying, um, let's see... To comment, glad there is a female protagonist too. Wish it wasn't F2P mobile, mostly for controls, but gameplay so far looks kind of meh. And so, like he, the, he, the comment I will say now about those people who are constantly lambasting controls is that that argument's going to go away fairly soon when they enable the actual controller support. Like for, I know Android's had it forever, but once it goes to iOS as well, like there's game developers won't be constrained by touchscreen controls anymore. The problem is, it's still, like, I've had access to controllers. They have had, like, on Android, when I first got my my Google tablet, I don't even, the Nexus. Mm -hmm. When I got my Nexus, way back in 2012, I think it was. Oh, when you got Fantasy Star Online 2. Yep. I could have bought... Grand Theft Auto for that, like Grand Theft Auto Three. I I did get um, Bard's Tale, you know the the more modern Bard's Tale that was kind of a Zelda like game. I got that. I had a controller. I hooked up the controller. I was like, this is kind of neat, but I'd rather play like a console or something because I'm not going to bring that controller with me with my phone. Like it doesn't fit in my pocket. It's it's a neat idea. It just what is impractical. <laughs> that the screens break. What if you could fold your controller? But oh no, I think one of the best comments from Tom Hall was um he said, To be honest, it feels like the two thousand five Doom movie, like an IP awkwardly slapped on something that already existed. It deserves better. Which it that's what this Commander Keen thing looks like. It looks like they had an idea for a free-to-play mobile game, and they just said, "Hey, what about Commander Keen? That's an old license that maybe it'll like get like some of the older people go. Oh, cool! I remember that as a kid. That that'd be cool for my kids to play." Uh, I would be like, "Oh, you should not play that game because I didn't like those Commander Keen games." So you had a console as a kid? Yeah, I didn't you have had a-, a console as a kid. No, I played Final Fantasy 1 and Dragon Warrior. So I didn't have a console, though, when, like, Mario came out. I didn't... So when I got my Nintendo, the game I got with it was that brand new just-released Mario 3. So, like, for me, I didn't have, like, a console unless you count... I did have a Game Boy. Well, my brother had a Game Boy. I had it in television. Yeah, I got a, I got a Nintendo when I got Mario 3 also. That was my first game. Mario 3, Batman, and three others. 
but I got a Famicom when Mario 3 came out. Like, I don't know. I, I was not a fan. And for me, it was my, my console game. And that was about it for Bethesda. So the next day, Ubisoft was up to bat. Don't forget Bethesda also had some weird, like, technical things where their stream kept dying. I didn't. I, I thought it was them. Giant Bomb... Like no, that was wasn't that Ubisoft that they kept dying. Yeah, oh, you then were saying, yeah. you were saying that then maybe dying. Ubisoft. Yeah, they had problems with the Ubisoft stream. But uh, well, I mean, and and also they were they had they had their own streaming software, Osiris oh. or something. Was it so, Osiris? But, oh. so it's not so. There's is a tech that can be used for games as like, it's supposed yeah, to speed kind of up. Yeah. yeah, the communication improvement. What is it called? Orion. Orion. Yeah. Oh, and um, they had some bad messaging. They're like, hey, anyone out there who wants to play Doom, we're going to have Doom on Orion. And just go out there and go ahead and sign up. And you could be playing Doom on Orion right now. And so I went on it. I signed up, which was a pain in the ass because it's like, hey, you need to have your Bethesda account all set up. And I did not really do much with Bethesda account. So So I went through all of this. (laughs) I'm done. Their site was running slow as shit because a lot of people probably wanted to sign up. You get through all of it, and it goes, cool, you have been entered into the lottery. The first round will be for people with iOS. And it's like, you could have told me this before I went through all this hassle. You would have said, guess what? You have a PC and you have Android. You're not going to be playing Doom. I would have just stopped right there. It's not until you fully sign up that they go, you're entered into a lottery, iOS people first. Which is surprising considering a lot of the streaming services are probably targeting Android first before anything else. Um, I just want them to target a fucking computer because it's in a browser. Just let me play in a browser on my computer. Ubisoft then came on the scene and they announced Watch Dogs Legion, which was... Yeah, that was their official announcement. That was their big... Yeah, it leaked. They announced... They kind of confirmed that it was coming. But then we actually got to see what that game is. During that live stream, sort of. I mean, a good... yeah, I've been very up and down about this game because, like, initially I'm super skeptical about like you can play anyone, but listening to Austin Walker talk yeah. about it more, he kind of like he tempered drills, expectations. Yeah, he for drills sure. down exactly what they mean by yeah. anyone and like kind of the the loop of it. So it's like, so it seems more that you're assembling like a party of a like a bunch of, of a bunch of people that you can pick to yeah. do different things, and the different people have different kind of talents and and random abilities so it's kind of like if you were playing rogue legacy or something like that and you had a whole bunch of different characters Mm -hmm. to choose from every time you did a thing and you actually had to root them i do wonder so like my 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 reservations would be like so like they, they talk about the recruitment missions so i wonder how how different those things are right if there's only like a couple of recruitment missions because anytime like Anytime a company says, like, oh, yeah, these are, like... All fully fleshed out characters with, you know, everybody has their own story. Yeah, or, like, you know, you're going to have random events and stuff. And then, in my experience, it feels like, at least it feels like, like, when you do play it, it always is the same couple of things. Yeah, some, you have some random events, but they're all recycled. Like, there's, you can see the pieces, like, put together, right? I mean, like, when I played Kingdom Come Deliverance, like, a big thing of it was, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, random stuff that happens. But it always seemed like it was the same two to three things that happened every time on the side of the road. It's kind of like the Stranger Missions in the first Red Dead game. Yeah, or or the Radiant Radiant Quest stuff in in, 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 in Skyrim, Skyrim, where it's just like, oh, this is so cool. 
And then when you play through like about five of them, you're like, These I'm kind of doing the same yeah. thing. So I wonder. Yeah. But like, you know, the, some of my caveats, of course, with that is like, you, they're like, oh, well, you have to do this mission with this particular character because they have the right set of skills because you can't get the skills you want with the, the character you might like. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'll see. Once they talk more about it, show off more of it, maybe. Why can't I be the police? You can recruit the police. No, but you recruit the police to be to be with your... You want to be the bad guy? I mean, that see, so to me, that's what the messaging sounded like. Yeah. But when Austin explained it, I was like, that's a better explanation. Yeah. If you're recruiting for a particular team, when they yeah. say, play as anyone, like, I want to play as anyone. I want to play as a mayor. Play as anyone wanna... who is go out to take down yeah. the government. Yeah. Not play as anyone. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, what, I mean, a good thing that uh, I think he brought up where he's just like, um, like, there's probably a good number of people in the fictional London mm. future that are like, yeah, Brexit. Yeah. Which is just like right now. Yeah, we saw him on the, yeah, on the BBC fasc- when we were watching the news in, in London. Like, I was seeing that. Or like, just like, you know, just like, yay, fascism. Uh-huh. Like, there's going to be people like yep. that. So, like, I wonder how that all fit. But. They had a little sequence about the Division 2's post-launch stuff. They talked more about, like, more missions outside of DC. Yeah, you're going to go back to New York. Do you think that's going to happen eventually? No, that's a, that's one of the episodes. Did they say you go yeah. back to New York? Go okay, I didn't know. Okay, maybe I missed that. Um... Yeah, it was a lot of stuff about existing games, like Rainbow Six Siege, apparently they're getting... They didn't talk about the fucking game that's coming out this freaking fall. Breakpoint? They barely talked about it. They're just like, here's John Berthal, here's a dog. dog. And then he's just trying to intimidate the audience the whole time, which seems laughable. And he's just like... Well, it's also the Watch Dogs thing, right? I love Ubisoft because they always do this. Like, with the Watch Dogs things, like, future Britain, Brexit has happened. Your, your, your every movement is watched. Cameras everywhere. Your whole life is on tape. Freedoms are limited. Uh-huh. People are getting rounded up. Sure. Migrants. And it's just like, what What are you... You're making a video game, bro. Like, like you And gotta then old granny this, running yeah, around. You gotta London. bring this down. Just like the... What is it? The the Rainbow Six Patriots. Uh, uh, the original reveal of that. Yeah. The siege. That, that never came out. Yeah. Well, Patriots never came out. That's right, yeah. But, like, the guy was just, like, <laughs> super, like, fucking... Like, serious. But, yeah, same thing with the Breakpoint stuff. It's just like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, you're, like, you're a disgraced ghost, whatever. Like, can you just tell me what's in the game? No, I'm not going to Can you tell? Like, I've learned more in the, like, Kotaku had, like, a 500-word write-up uh-huh. about, like, some survival stuff. And I learned more about that than their than their whole thing. Anyway, I turned it off after that. So you guys would have to fill in with whatever. Well, Dan, what else happened Just Dance stuff. 2020 is coming out. Oh, and it's coming to the Wii. I love that. I love that. That is the the game that is still getting released on the Nintendo Wii. I wonder how many still play this. Like we were having that. I was. I looked up that Madden thing, and I was stunned at how long they kept releasing Madden games for the original PlayStation. That's a weird sentence. I wonder how long people play with. Uh, about ten minutes. <laughs> depends sold, on depends on my mood. So if many it's a of special days. If it's a special day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for a record. Yeah, I'm gonna like space that thing out. Uh-huh. You know, run really fast and then take a break. Run really fast, take a. Oh no! <laughs> um, it's always a surprise. There's a new, there's a three v three game called Roller Champions that people seem to think was kind of cool. Um, they're making a division movie on Netflix, <laughs> starring Jessica Chastain oh, and Jake Gyllenhaal. That's oh, what they're saying here. Yeah. It would have been cooler if it was a series. Jessica Chastain? Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal. Wow. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal? 
Uh, it's his year right now. Ubisoft then so. announced their version of please pay us money for a subscription and you can play our games. Bro, we don't do that. Called you pay you play plus. Called you pay. The only <laughs> the only benefit that would be a better yeah, name. You, you pay. pay. Yeah. I would fucking. You would not subscribe. Yeah, I mean, like, I that would be a cooler name. So the marketing people, no, 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 no. The the only the no, like no, 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 no. The, one of the the key selling points that they made with this is that hey, if you subscribe to this, you'll also get access to all our games on Stadia because that subscription apparently carries over to the Stadia service. Oh, okay. So that's kind of yeah. Um, then they ended with like a very short trailer for a new game called Gods and Monsters. But which... like, wait, hold up. I, I yeah, I wouldn't want to buy a streaming thing from just a single company. Like, a single game company. So you're just going to get Ubisoft games. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Microsoft Game Pass makes sense because there's other games yeah. that are not just... I mean, I guess the Ubisoft store we don't, I don't, could yeah, have I other... I don't know if that... Yeah, if they're going to include... Because I know the EA one, the EA Access for the Yeah, PC they do have other... Does not... Nah, okay, never mind. Just edit it in post. Take that whole part out because that sounds mm. stupid. What part? It... There was a weird blink right there. Yeah. And the, the audio went... <laughs> and then... And then it went, because they're going to make a new Splinter Cell, right? No. Nope. Oh. So, Ubisoft, <laughs> though, talked about Beyond Good and Evil 2, right? No. Nope. Nope. Oh, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I didn't. <laughs> oh, no. That's like that Wild. Remember Wild? We got to move on. It was called we Wild, on. right? Yes, it was Remember? called Wild. Oh, we're not talking about that. Wow. Uh, Holy shit. And then, to, to end that day, <laughs> after Ubisoft... Shit. Square Enix went, hey guys, we're Square Enix, we're going to do a conference this year. And you know what their conference, they're like, hey guys, we're going to announce, we're going to tell you details about our Avengers game finally. And then they had their conference and they went, hey, Final Fantasy VII Remake still coming, still episodic. I just wonder. I like it, like, it, like, I kind of was getting a little interested in it, but like what Kevin was saying, like, I want to play the whole game, and I don't want to know, like, I have to wait, like, five years for the next part, or three years, also, or even two years. is it going, like, carry your save over any, or are these going to be, like, yeah. isolated? They literally don't know. Yeah, they're not saying nearly enough about this. And the end of Midgar, going back to the original Final Fantasy well, VII, it is, there. when you so, leave Midgar, there isn't a big enough thing to really end on to say, and now we're going to wait five years. So I, I will say that... They, what you remember about that game, yes, is is there's it is not a huge portion of that game. But they have specifically stated that they are basically doing the most insane director's cut version oh, yeah. of the game possible. That's like why, yeah, that's that's. I mean, didn't mean to cut you off, but that's no, that's why. Fine. Like, um, I I was getting interested in it because yeah. I was like, you know, this looks pretty good. And if they're gonna add a whole lot more more story, that feels good to like pay another another price to. I mean, another price to pay, like, but basically buying the same game that I played before because it's not the same game. There's yeah. a whole lot more stuff. There will be like, story beats that, that you seems, recognize. yeah, that seems cool. Yeah, but like, but like, I I don't want to buy the game and it's just like turns into a and ten not year know, event. yeah, not know because like the means. game the game is really really big beyond Midgard. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff I, yeah, and I'm a not... lot of locations and a lot of stuff happens. Like, fucking Cloud goes into live stream for a long time. Like, there's a whole part of the game where he's just kind of, like, incapacitated. Yeah. So, like, so if they're doing this treatment to all those other aspects of the game, like, how long are we yeah. waiting for each game? No, that so, makes sense. 
I mean, I'd rather play it when it's all together, but I don't know. But who knows I, if I'd they'll actually to, get to make them all I'd unless you buy this. I'd have to see what the reviews are, because if this game is, like, huge, then maybe it would be worth it just to play it. I will say that I liked what they seems like they're doing with the combat system in this versus what they what 15's combat was. Like it actually seems more active than that system even. Combat would but I mean, like actually having like you know impetus over your combat, like building up your your meter with that, and then being well, able it to should do be cool different. Stuff with it. Yeah, but like I mean, but yeah, it looks it looks cool. It looks fine. It's just I I don't want to be waiting for like. I don't want to wait for Kevin. Forever. See though, his the favorite one, PlayStation. Oh, go ahead. The one thing I can say is I do like what I've seen of how they've improved the dialogue because yeah. they decide instead of just like, oh no, Barrett is just grumpy about things and yeah. Cloud is emo. Like they, Jason Schreier shared um, his favorite example of the dialogue, how they've expanded on it. Like Barrett at one point goes, "Man, can't you hear the cries of the planet?" And Cloud's like. You you hear the cries of the planet? Yeah, how could you not hear them? Uh, get help! Yeah, like I, mean, I like that, yeah. but because it's like I, I like those characters. Like that's I mean I mean like I actually like that game like non ironically, and I like those characters. So like if it's an expanded thing where I get more personality from those characters rather than just what I imagined because the translation was so bad. Which I didn't even know, know the translation was that bad, but thinking about it, it's like, there's there's some bad All of them stuff. back then were bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm playing The Secret of Mana right now. Good news for you, Dan. Tifa's in this too. Oh yeah, Tifa's, Tifa's, Tifa's the ride or die bitch, man. She's good. Tifa is good. Everybody focuses on Eris, but like I was, I was, I was happy that like there was a big thing for it. Okay, you know what? I'll tell I'll tell you the two biggest pieces of news Aerith. from Square Enix. You remember Final Fantasy VIII, everyone's favorite game? Your favorite game, for sure. That one's coming back remastered, and... Patrick Klepek's favorite game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that game just... I didn't... There I did are not people get the... who like it that I follow on Twitter, and I'm just like, you know what? Live your truth, man. All right. John, your favorite game, and Dan, I know it's one of your top favorites as Roman well. Saga? Do you remember a game about a, a group of friends and a bucket? No, fuck off. No. Final Fantasy Crystal no, Chronicles shit, Remastered shit, no, shit, Edition. No Crystal Chronicles Zone. It's no. coming out this winter. No. Oh, God. It's many... coming Switch, PS4, and mobile. There's Dude, too much I, trauma. I cannot play it again. <laughs> There's too much trauma. I can pretend I'm playing the game when I'm carrying the bucket again. You know what's great? When you find all this cool treasure in the dungeon no. and you leave, it's and it's like cool. I can only take one with me for it's some reason, not, I'm going to leave this that. shit Why on the ground. Why are you bringing up old war wounds, Kevin? <laughs> Remember when we were so excited? Oh yeah. Remember <laughs> <laughs> when we went back to Nintendo? Actually, you know, also for several hours while we were playing, we were right. like, yeah, yeah. We were in denial. Fun. But then it was just like it just slowly got quieter. And it was like, this is quieter. Not good. <sighs> and it's like, hey, you guys want to do anything else? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go home. It's like, I'm gonna go home. I'm tired. <laughs> Romantic Saga Three. I bought an SP just for that. Okay, go ahead. Coming to the US for the first time. Cool. That's yeah. kind of cool because they did that with Romancing Saga Two, and also I think Number One not too long ago. I didn't. I didn't buy them. I didn't play them, but I've been tempted because looking at them on. So they came to Android, and looking at them on the Android store, they look really good. Mm-hmm. Like we're not talking. Um, Saga Frontier 1, which was fucking garbage. Okay. But no, romancing Saga games, like, 
I love the the Saga Frontier, the one in, uh, on PS One with like seven different oh, played the same game seven I remember times. When Darnell bought that, and then he was so excited to play it, and then we were just like, "This is fucking garbage." Actually, I don't know if it was Darnell or his brother, but it was just like, "This is fucking stupid." See, though, the, the first the first uh, like good RPGs I remember playing on the Game Boy were Final Fantasy Legend and Final Fantasy Legend Two. Both of those are Saga games. Yeah. Also, Final Fantasy Legend 3, which was really good. Uh, the People Can Fly apparently had a game, Outriders. I barely, I don't even really remember that trailer from the conference because it was so overshadowed by other crap. Um, th- I think those are the Bulletstorm guys. So Yeah, yeah. Which I liked Bulletstorm a lot. That's a fun game. If they make something in that vein, that would be kind of cool. I don't remember. If uh, the Tokyo RPG Factory guys had a game announcement. You know what they could do? They could just go away. They they came in with this big hype of, you remember Chrono Trigger? We're going to make games like that. And what'd they do? They made I Am Setsuna, where it's like, let's, ends don't exist. The world is very boring and super linear. The music is just piano, which, that's kind of nice. If you had a short game, like something like a journey or something like that, and it's all piano music, cool. If you only hear piano for like 50 hours straight, it does start to get on your nerves. Yeah. And then they had Lost Fear, spelled really funny. like S-P-H-E-A-R. And that game, I didn't play it because I was burned by I Am Setsuna, but the reviews for it were essentially, yeah, this game is just devoid of life. Like, I get it. They want to make Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger was more than just the combat system. This list yeah, on Kotaku is time and everything. Like he should just not try to make a Chrono Trigger. This list yeah, on Kotaku don't, is missing. Don't capture like your legacies. Dan's the best announcement, which was the secret or was it collection was it? of mana? The collection of mana finally <laughs> getting released on the Switch today. That, that day, that's a large fucking Switch. Uh, yeah. I remember going on the Switch on the Nintendo store, mm-hmm. be like, "Yeah, I'm going to buy this because it's a launch title, and I'm so excited to play." Wait. How come it's not on here? No, U.S. is only getting the remake of Secret of Mana. That thing looks like garbage. So this actually has the 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 never-released game game for the Mana series. Which they now have given a U.S. name to it, an English name. Because they're remaking it, and it's coming out next year as well. Trials of Mana. Mana. Um, So here's my big issue. So when Collection of Mana came out in Japan, people were were really happy, but it also got a lot of bad reviews because people said, where is the instruction manual? So Japan, Square, took the instruction manuals, scanned them, and put them up on a website so people could look at eventually. It took a few months. This, they didn't learn their lesson. So Trials of Mana has a very complex system. I'm glad I played through in the past a translated ROM because it just goes, select a character. And it's like, I don't know who these people are. I'm going to select this guy. And it goes, name this character. And you go, okay. And then you hit, like, okay. And then it there's the characters again, but with that one missing. And it goes, select a character. And it's like, is this just the naming screen? What am I doing? And then you do that one. And then it's back to that screen again. It's like, select a character. I'm just naming every character, aren't I? So you select another one, put in their name, and now the game's starting. Yeah, because it's still... I haven't haven't actually played 
uh, Trials yet because I just I started Secret and then now I'm just going through it. I but, like, started playing Trials but, and but, I'm like, glad I remember it yeah, from a so like a I wrong. have to refer uh, online a few times because like if you don't remember everything that the items do, uh, <laughs> good like, luck because yeah, it doesn't say no. it doesn't say what candy does or chocolate uh-huh. or royal jam. No, the instruction booklet told you that or the fairy nut. Yep. Yeah, you get <laughs> I pop a fairy nut. Gives you mana for some reason. The chalice the is chalice, yeah, the life of, giver. Back to life, yeah, yeah. Um, like, and you don't have explanation of like when you get a whip. Guess what? Now you can whip across like oh, yeah. gaps. Like it doesn't tell well, you. That never was in the instruction book. I think was it? I don't know if that particular. No, thing... every weapon like in the description would say like uh, the whip gives you some reach while also reaching far objects to pull Maybe. yourself. Yeah. Um, those are those are big instructions. And so they yeah. capped off their glorious con- uh, glorious con- conference with all of the details you could possibly want about the Avengers game being developed by Crystal Dynamics. And I wish that was true, but it's a complete lie. Because what they did... Oh, I heard there's gameplay in there. Uh-huh. 20 seconds of it. Sure. I don't believe it. That was what somebody broke down. They, uh, they went, there are 23 seconds of gameplay of, in this There's trailer. 23 seconds of things that look like gameplay, yeah. but I don't, I don't believe that that's gameplay. So, yeah. Well, it looked like there's quick time events. That's yeah. kind of crappy gameplay. Fuck off. This game is coming out in a year. Nobody this knows is what the this Avengers. Is. Nobody knows what that fucking game is. I mean, is. now I've heard more about what that game is because the, the game journalists have actually gotten in and watched the, the demo that they've shown off. The gameplay demo. The gameplay demo that's being shown off. But it still doesn't really show like, no. what the, the bigger game is. Yeah, because right? all it shows is each of the characters, like the, from what everyone was saying, like the demo is, hey, we're going to show you Iron Man fighting by himself for a little bit. Then we're going to switch perspectives and show the Hulk fighting for a little bit. Then we're going to show Captain America. Then we're going to show Black Fuck Widow. Up. And then we're going to show Iron Man. Did I, did I no, it ends on, ends on Black Widow well, fighting like, the it's, boss. It's all five of them. I wasn't even trying to go with the actual order. But basically it's like... Get it right, John. Okay. Each of these characters we're, we're was news. all by themselves fighting enemies. <laughs> and there's which, no Hawkeye, even. I'm there's just, a... <laughs> I have problems with this this game as a whole. Yeah. First off, you make it all look like the MCU, and then you tell us, "No, nah, this isn't based on the MCU. This is a wholly original yeah, story, the Quinjet different looks universe." Exactly like the MCU, the fucking characters, the all costumes. Look like the MCU. It's the MCU costumes. This looks like I saw the best thing I saw in it was somebody was like, "Hey, this is what it looks like. This is what the MCU looks like. This is what the Avengers game looks like." And below it, they had a picture of. The actors from Spaceballs, all the actual characters, and then the scene where they said you caught you, <laughs> you caught their stunt doubles, which is what this fucking looks like is Dime oh, Store man, MCU. It's great, but like, if you're going to make a game that is wholly original and new, you should have thrown out all of the aesthetics and don't pick the same core Avengers. Maybe yeah. Wasp is a long-standing Avenger. Which, Go I mean, with Wasp. To be fair, they said, like, we're going to be adding a whole bunch of characters. We're going to be adding, you know, we'll dig deep into the mythos of the Avengers. We're going to add stuff for free. All this stuff will be free. But, fuck, I have no idea what that game is. Like, because it's supposed to be a multiplayer game that's like a live service. And all you did was show off a bunch of single-player sections where people are fighting in combat arena. It looks like it. Like it looked. It looked bad. Oh, those. Oh, yeah. Those character models look bad. Also, yeah. this is a game that was first announced that it's being worked on. What like about two, two years is when it got announced. It's I only checked. two years. Yeah, it's only been two years since they made the announcement. Um, 
but it's just so it's probably been like maybe a year or so before that was production. Yeah. And this is the first they're showing of it. But they're not is, showing it. They're yeah. showing hands-off demos. That's what I mean. The first they're showing yeah, is with it so close to release yeah. to just show like this is what you show when you say we just got the license, we whipped up a little something. But well, we're know, not releasing the game for three the, years. I said it the after I watched the stuff, I'm like, this is this is the Anthem levels of bad, like worse than Anthem. Like this is yeah, yeah. Like at least in Anthem, I got a five minute portion of like actual in game stuff. Yeah, like, you kind of understood what they know what for. Anthem was. But like looking at this Avengers thing, I'm just like, this doesn't tell me anything about what you're gonna do in the game. It's it's just and really... I think the the bad part, like it looking bad, also stems from the fact that like. They all look like the MCU characters, just the stunt doubles. Because, like you, when you think of those char- that, those outfits and those characters, you think of Robert Downey Jr., you think of Chris Evans, you think of Chris Hemsworth, you know, you think of Scarlett Johansson, and you, you know, you think of all of those characters, like Mark Ruffalo. But when you see these weird, like honestly not good looking amalgamations of them, it makes it look even worse because you're like, that's not my Captain America. Like, that's not Captain America's ass. That's not America's ass for sure. Uh, it's actually, it also just feels like a real good indication of how much, like, Disney slash Marvel, like, actually cares about video game. Because they gave, they gave one, they're the most popular movie franchise in the yeah. history of mankind. should have been a layup. By far. And they gave it to, like, some team in Square Enix. They like, gave it to Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, Crystal like, fucking Dynamics. The, the studio the- behind Gex, Enter the Gecko. Yeah, and well, then the a Robotech game. game. Were they the ones who did it? I'm- yeah. Oh yeah, I thought that it's Idos. I think Idos is the publisher. I think it's. I think. I think John is right. Crystal Dynamic. Yeah. So they they had a couple of really good games like but, recently, but like this should have like I said, this should have been. No, the are easiest they still thing making the, the Tomb Raider? No, games? they didn't make the last yeah. one. But they made those first. The, the they made the Tomb Raider reboot, and then they also made the the um, Rise Rise of the Tomb or is it Shadows the second one? Shadow is third. Shadows the third. Okay, yeah, so Shadows the, the one the from two. Eidos Montreal. Yeah, that they they made the third one, but the first two were Crystal Dynamics. Wow, that's even more disappointing because yeah. this looks like shit. Yeah, <laughs> this was like I said, this was a layup. You make something that's even remotely good. Like, uh, I don't know about a layup. Well, that's that's, that's it's. That's well, I mean, it's coming off the hottest like franchise. Well, it's a lot of expectations, like you said. Like yeah. they can't, they can't make it look kind of like the MCU unless they actually make it exactly like the MCU. Like which they should, like they should have just done if they were going to make it. But they, like them making it look pseudo like it, and then try to tell us like, no, this is a yeah. whole new universe. They should go one yeah. way or the other. Either this is MCU based, yeah. or this is entirely comics based, or it's a multiverse version of them. Like yeah, yeah it's set. It's it's a different universe, but it is MCU. Probably like, just not budget yeah. for to get their likeness yeah and probably I mean, also marvel didn't want to give them their likeness yeah we because I mean, if the game's bad yeah like you know there's been a lot of bad avenger related games mm-hmm. like they made thor games and all this i mean yeah. like honestly what's how many how many of these movie licensed games well, i don't know if this is counted as movie license no but there's a lot of bad comic book oh, games yeah. Yeah, for, we remember the we remember the good ones like you know a couple of the Batman's and and the Spider Man, but there's oh the, the other Spider Man. But, but remember the things that were good about those is that they weren't tied to any sort of like they were the character, but they were a completely original story 
that drew upon all the yeah. stuff that you like. Like, about there's him. a lot of there's a lot of bad Spider-Man yeah. games, a lot of bad Hulk games. Oh. Has there ever been a good Hulk game? That Ultimate Destruction is supposed to be pretty good for the prototype people. So yeah, okay, I remember them saying that, but I don't know if like I remember the reviews of not being very good. I think it's more. I always felt like that game was interest. Like my recollection of that game was that the game was interesting because there was a lot of like destruction stuff, but like ultimately, ultimately. It was a Actually, anyway. there was a good Hulk game. It is also a good Spider-Man game and a good Batman game. Marvel vs. Capcom. Revenge of Shinobi. <laughs> I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is a good good game with the Hulk in it, for sure. It was an Avengers arcade game, which wasn't good. I played it a bunch because it was there. I mean... But if you got stuck being Hawkeye... So, I'm looking at the, the Metacritic for critical reviews. 83 for Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Oh, okay. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that might have been enough to even get bonuses for the staff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then the next morning we had Nintendo with their direct, and oh, that's where Collection of Mana was 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 it was, that? Yeah, it wasn't it's, at the wasn't, square. Oh, that's right. You're right. Oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's Nintendo going. Anyway, we skipped ahead because Nintendo I, is I, the I company that loves to go and it's out now. Yeah, yeah. I, we forgot about it. Anyway. Anyway, so Nintendo had their direct. They kicked things off with the first Smash Brothers DLC announcement. If I'm not mistaken, that was the the hero from the Dragon Quest games, um, who apparently just has multiple forms. You know, considering they need to have different costumes, if yeah, they're going to go with different clothes color smart, versus having a whole different skin, that's smart fucking move. great. It's a really smart move for that character, like to make him because they all have the same yeah. power set essentially. So it's like, yeah, just. Own it. Yep. Um, they talked about the collection of mana. Uh, Banjo um, Kazooie. Banjo. Well, that was the stinger at the end. Oh yeah. Um, Which looked pretty fun. Looks. I, I like. I'm not a huge Banjo Kazooie fan, but those trailers that they come up with for the character reveals are very good. It looked fun playing him. Yeah. Like the, his moves look hilarious. Yeah. Like I, I just loved the. I love the bait and switch they pull on those with the. And I like that it's, <laughs> it's Donkey fucking Kong and Diddy Kong who are the ones who are getting all goofy about it. Uh, and then there's Duck Hunt Dog. And Duck Hunt like, Dog just fuck fucking her. with them. And King K. Rule's there now, too, because it's funny, because I watched the King K. Rule reveal one, and it's the same setup, except it's just Donkey and Diddy. And then now this one, since King K. Rule's already been announced, he's in the house with them, so he's he's part of the little fiasco. I wonder if they're going to do that just going forward with the announcements. Yeah. Like, the big ones, because that's, that's a great, like, I just like watching the DK crew get silly. So, um, so they showed off more Link's Awakening. And announced a release date for it, which September twentieth. And it has a new mode with kind of custom dungeons yeah, where you you find tiles yep. that you then could throw yeah, into a dungeon, cool. and you get a bonus. Like you get actually good rewards if you actually finish your your crafted dungeon. I'm um, hoping they are still doing the polish on that game because something that's brought up like with Giant Bomb yeah, yeah, is the frame rate when that. you're outside yeah. is garbage. Yeah, and. If if I trust anyone to care as much about like their franchises, it's Nintendo. Like they don't want this to be like a mediocre release, especially but, with how good it looks. Oh, like that, that yeah. visual style is. Yeah, it good. It's like toys, mm-hmm. like living toys. It looks so yeah, good. Like, like toys, like Funko Pops. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, Listen, you motherfuckers. This I like, is why we can't have good shit. I like the fact that they they are simplifying things like. 
the bracelet, once you get it, is always equipped instead of having to select it. Oh, yeah. No, that game <laughs> that game was a miracle that it was as good as it was on the Game Boy because there were instances where you could not have your sword equipped well, or imagine, your shield equipped. Imagine how much wizardry they had to do that because those Game Boy carts were fucking, like, mm-hmm. word documents bigger than that yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, imagine the fucking wizardry they had to put on that and then the amount of, like, screen space that uh-huh. they had and they used that to the... It makes no sense. And they made the visuals look good yeah. and discernible Dan still. Dan Record is a fucking idiot oh. saying that the Link's Awakening is the second worst Zelda game. That game is there's, great. There's definitely a game. Yes. Majora's Mask being one of them. Also, the DS one. Spirit Tracks was not a fan of. Uh, Phantom uh, Hourglass, I was okay with. I did not like that because of how his all-touch control, like trying to make him roll, was in fucking possible when you wanted him to roll. It's not a full Zelda game, but the Four Swords co-op stuff was fucking uh, disappointing as shit. The Oracles really games sad. were not that good because they gave you no direction on where to go. Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons... They never told you, like, where to go, what to do, and, you know, you don't need hand-holding, but, like, Zelda 1, they didn't tell you what to do or where to go, but became clear as you played. Oracle games made no sense. Yeah, Link's Awakening was so cool, and the way you could combine different weapons, like have bomb arrows, the way you have those side-scrolling areas where you're jumping on Goombas and shit, that game is good. Uh, they talked about Luigi's Mansion 3. And which, Gooigi. Which I was like completely flabbergasted. I didn't know there was a 2. Yeah, I was on the three. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Luigi's Mansion 3. I was like, what? 3 like, yes. Yep. They forgot how to count. Uh, I honestly don't remember a 2. Oh, it only came out in Japan. Actually, in the US, Luigi's Mansion is Luigi's Mansion 2 in Japan. The first one was on the NES. No, Luigi's Mansion is called Secret of Luigi. Seiken Luigi. <laughs> Um, no, it's Luigi Quest, not Luigi Warrior. Oh, yeah. see, they had to change the name because of copyright. I know Kevin's going to be buying Pokemon Sword and Shield when it comes out because they have a Corgi Pokemon. Corgi they Pokemon. have Dyn- what is it, Dynamax or what is it, the ma- the, the big Pokemon? Oh yeah, big Dyna- Dyna- see, Dynamax Pokemon. I think is what it's. See, I don't need to play that game for a reason. I played through Pokemon Black. That is a great game. Played it from start to end, all the way through. Pokemon, for me, is saying where you only have played through, like, one out of every, like, eight of them. It makes so many. Kevin, it's called Yamper. It's an electric Pokemon. You're gonna get, you, you get so many. It's in got it. a heart on its booty. See, a Corgi, if anything, should be a ground type. Or a fairy type, because they have fairy saddles for fairies to ride them. Look at that good, good boy. Look at him. Yeah, but... He looks so good, Kevin. Also, where's his fairy saddle? He does not have fairy saddles. It's a real thing on a corgi. Okay. It's the little tuft of hair on the He's side. Always... It's where fairies are supposed to grab onto them to hold on. Fairy saddles. The introduction to Doug Bowser was quite good. I'm scared right yeah. now. Yeah, we're moving <laughs> on here. Um... Yeah, but who was that human who came on after they told Bowser to get out of there? That was Doug Bowser. That was Bowser Bowser. Oh, so they revealed Bowser's first name is Doug, like Mario's last name is Mario. No. He did an okay job. Yeah. 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 They, I liked uh, him. He was affable. They showed off a little more of that uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 during yeah, the... Yeah, boy. That looks cool. Yeah, and then boy. they went... Then they showed three logos for additional characters yeah, coming boy. from... The middle one was definitely the 90s X-Men logo. Yeah, that was Fantastic Four and then and Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights, which is... <laughs> what? Man, whatever. That's a thing! I know it is. I'm just joking. It's cool. The um, Daredevil shit. I know. Stuff. Punisher, Daredevil, Moon Knight. Give me Moon Knight. 
He they, was in the last game. Yeah. They announced Animal Crossing is coming to March because every game's coming between like February and April. I do love how Nintendo, after they show off their trailer and their release date, they go, we thank you for allowing us the extra time to make sure this game is extra special. Yeah. It's like, yeah, take some time. Yeah. Nintendo, make sure your games are good. That's, well, that's all we want. work on Animal Crossing... Uh, for a limited amount of time, and then they're they're it's about two errands, hours each day. Yeah, then you're done. They're done for the day, so they they can't play anymore that day. On bright side, though, they do <laughs> work on it every day. Otherwise, they get cockroaches. Yeah, they gotta pay Tom Nook, man. He's gotta collect those seashells. Um, and then the last thing, major thing from the Nintendo conference is they showed a little Witcher teaser. 3. Oh, well, they talked about the Witcher three. I wasn't gonna mention it, but Switcher three, everybody. I'm intrigued how that will work. It is I, there, it is confirmed that it is no download. It is all on one SD card, and it's going to run at 720p docked, and f- was it four, five, something, 540 undocked? With dynamic resolution. With dynamic so, resolution. So you don't want to, you, we don't necessarily want to play that version I wanna of the game. I want to see what other people play it, because I'm very curious about how, how that's going to run. Like, how is, yeah. I, would be I want a sorcery. giant bomb quick look. Yeah, I would be, I would be floored if that thing had a, had a, had a consistent frame rate. Like a 30. I would be like, super oh, yeah. impressed. Yeah. Although at the same time, I was watching somebody in uh, Kotaku linked in the Kinja when people were talking about, man, that game, like, it had horrible frame rate on, like, PS4 and whatever else. So, it had problems when it launched. So sure. they're like, on one hand, it's been out for a while, yeah. but on the other hand, here. And it's a video, somebody linked to that guy who does the, can I get to run on my ancient crappy oh, computer? Yeah, the, and no he textures. actually got it, like... It didn't look good. No. It kind of looked cel-shaded in a way, but it did run at 30 frames per second. It was like the time that Jeff played Black Ops 3 on PC and they turned all the settings down. I like it when people do that. Jeff's like, man, this frame rate's amazing, (laughs) but it looks like ass. (laughs) The best one was Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, yeah. When it looked like a 16-bit game. It was actually kind of cool. It was cool, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, the Dragon Quest uh, Eleven is coming to the Switch and has that uh, the 16-bit mode. Yep, that they it. were originally going to have on, I think is the Vita, they were going to have that. Yeah, that came out on 3DS, though, right? That version, I want to maybe? No. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah, in case you don't know anything about the Raditz, Frieza, and maybe Cell storylines of play Dragon Ball, you get to Goku, play it again. Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot. Been playing that fucking storyline since I was in. It's a whole new generation, Dan, gets to play the story of Kakarot. Fucking couple of years Kakarot. I was surprised that Dragon Ball Fighters didn't like recycle that story. That's what Naruto did good. The Naruto Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games, the first one. What? Shippuden. First one covered the beginning of Naruto up through like. Oh no, the end of the original Naruto. Second one covered like the beginning of Shippuden up through like, oh no, maybe a third the way through Shippuden. Then the third one like covered another big chunk. They didn't repeat the same shit. We all know Goku goes to fight his brother and they both die. How does he die though, Kevin? The same way over. Do you remember how he dies? Of a broken heart. Piccolo shoots him and Raditz with special beam cannon and kills them both because Goku's holding on to Raditz. And then, and then he runs on... I might have watched that those episodes of Dragon Ball Z like maybe 15 times because they didn't have all the episodes and you'd, you they would just keep cycling through them over and over and over again. So you're just like, come on, I just need to know. Let me... 
Guys, please translate the next release the next batch. Guys, let's. Well, yeah, I love how quick they are to come out because, like, Dragon Ball Super on Adult Swim is like. How many seasons behind are they from the actual? So it is about a year and a half ago is when Super ended Mm -hmm. in Japan, and they still have like I think about a half year of episodes to go. So they're like two years behind. There are memes on Facebook Mm -hmm. of the shit that happened after the episodes currently airing in the U.S. Um, so the capper for the, of course, the Nintendo conference was the brief, the one more, the one more thing, which is, hey guys, secret, they're making a sequel to Breath of the Wild. With a haunted basement. That trailer looked <laughs> cool, because of course it did. I'm just wondering how this game will yeah, be, because no. it's kind of like something that was brought up on Giant Bomb, of the whole fun of Breath of the Wild was the exploration. Are we in the same world? Like... I honestly How think is that this going to be? Doing so, they're going to have to do something to change the world up to make that game. So, yeah. I mean, that game's at least, what, two years away, you th- we're thinking? Would we guess? I would be. I mean, I don't know. Unless like, it, what happens. Because if they're using the what, same engine, what, like, what do they happens have to, do to the all that Switch work? in two years? Yeah. If, Actually, does it really matter? Because, like, I mean, no? when the other consoles come out, like. That handheld still. Like, people really care? Because yeah. they don't seem to really care that Switch not those new counts now. Mm-hmm. The Switch has become its own, like, yeah. it's not part of the console wars anymore. Well, Nintendo the has s- embraced their... Uniqueness. Know, their different- differentiation in the industry from everyone, so. They're like, hey, you like all the indie games? You can play them here, and you can play our stuff too. Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. I, I like that. Yeah, they were able to carve out, like, a unique position, yeah. which is something, you know, if... We're looking back at the the GameCube generation. It's like, no, it's every console's fighting for supremacy. And with this, it's like, no, Nintendo, they, they're good. I'm putting my money on that Atari Jaguar. The VCS, you mean? Oh, no. you didn't realize that Atari has an actual console coming out again? Yeah, they do. How are they still it's alive? It's called the VCS. Um, they are not alive. It's a name that keeps being bought by different companies. And they each put out one stupid thing. Like, do you remember when Asteroids came back as, like, a MMO? I don't know why people try to make consoles. Here's the thing I wanted. I wanted Intellivision to have a press conference. Because Intellivision was at E3. Yeah, John was telling me that they're going to, that they're like... The Amico! They're going to have Led by next, next year. year. Tommy Tallarico's <laughs> like, we're going to have a press conference. And I went... Hey, Sony left. You know, it'd be awesome if it was a if it was a press conference, but it's just the old Intellivision oh, games. It's like now we have Pitfall Adventure. Oh, wait, were they? That's on? Atari. That was Atari. Sorry, I'm sure it got ported. To we, now we have Adventure. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yes, that that's the one. Man, I and here is Snafu. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I remember. Yeah, sure. How about Poker and Blackjack? And old controller and a new controller. Old controller sucks. Atari controller blue balls. That thing has three million dollars in backing, as of a year ago. I don't know why hey. anybody would make this whole. Like, I would. Just, well, look at how good Ouya did. Just make, everyone wants to be Ouya. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't know how you, man. I don't know how you convince people money. Oh man, they got a fucking scissor reel running in the background. <laughs> look at that make, shit. Making a new console is oh like is God. like making a restaurant, but like. Like even a more complicated and hard to break through. See, Dan's gonna play all the old game too. 
Sure. That's what that shitty old controller is for. Sure. It's like making a restaurant, but you need to have one million people eat there every night. Guys, it's I, shipping I early 2020. I can pre-order it right now. This is the last Which thing one, the Atari or the Intellivision? This is the last thing I'll say about those about those games. That era of games, while while cool when we were kids and stuff, yes. is, sucked. Yeah, I would just never want to go back to it. Like I would go back to a Nintendo game. I'd go back to even old Commodore sixty four games because there's some kind of gameplay there. But like the original Atari twenty six hundred stuff and the Intellivision stuff mm-hmm. and the ColecoVision, while you know some memories and kishy like retro stuff. Like, they were never good. I mean, my favorite game was <clears throat> fucking... Was it Tank or whatever? The one where you were just like the... Combat? Combat? Yeah, not Tank. It was... Yeah, Combat. I liked Tank med- was the one where you'd shoot... Uh, no, this is the two. one where like but the two tank. Yeah, no. Yeah, you but, were, but tank is a game, and it was yeah. the one where you took turns firing. Yeah, like, I, I just like I like combat because I could play with my friends. I like Megalomania. That's the one that's kind of like Space Invaders, but it had all sorts of weird shapes. But even when you were a kid and you played Adventure, like yeah, like it, like you played it, but like you were never convinced that this was really that awesome like you it was awesome because there was the only thing for you to play and you were just happy to play video games but like to go back and play adventure or advanced dungeons and dragons which man when i actually got to see that game in person i was so sad and i was and i was at the age too because i remember seeing all of those like um advertisements for it and stuff and it's just like well, I remember when I was in, I want to say high school, they released the Atari collection for Windows 95. And was like, a, I want to say 40 different Atari games. So games like, um, oh, that Kaboom, you know, yeah. all of those old games. And I remember my mom got it. I was like, shit, that's like 40 games. I am set. I put it in, and I had memories of playing Atari at my neighbor's when I was a little, little kid. Put it in, I'm loading up the games, and it's like, okay, this one kind of sucked. Okay, I'll play next game. Oh, this kind of sucked. Next game. Oh my god, all of these suck. They're not fun. I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, the people who, the kids who actually did get to play those games, like... You never played it in marathon sessions like you played, like, the Nintendo or your computer or, like, the Super Nintendo. There's like, no played, sense of you progress. Played, you played for a bit, and then your your parents or your, your your friend's parents would be like, all right, you guys got to go outside now. And it's like, okay, yeah, sure, we're going to go outside. Yeah, meanwhile... <laughs> we're done. <laughs> NES. We're okay. NES, if they said... I don't want to play that Pac-Man anymore. <laughs> if you're playing NES and they go, you got to play outside, it's like, just give me a, yeah, another life. Give me a Pepsi. I never swore. So the... Atari VCS 800 has a AMD Ryzen Shit processor with Radeon's graphics tech, Dan. Sure. Okay. It's a computer, Dan. Okay. It's going to play your games. It's got USB 3.0, guys, HDMI, Wi-Fi, Ethernet, and Bluetooth. I'm okay. It's $389. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, oh, Jesus I'm just going to play my Playdate. It has a crank. <laughs> yeah, at least that's something different. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um... So that was it from the conferences, and that was pretty much it for E3. Hearing people talk about how empty that show floor sounds. Oh man, the video from Giant Bomb oh boy. on the floor. Did you see that, Kevin? That looks sad. It Last year looked sad. This just looks like morbid. It looks like energy drinks and Funko Pops. It looks like second year of PAX, where like the bloom had come off the rose from like, hey, this is super cool. Oh my god, we're staying up all night. And then the second year you go in, you're like, 
It hasn't grown yet. Uh oh. Yeah. Is it gonna last? Still, the exhibition hall was like one small little. Room. Yeah. And we're like, oh no. In the Maiden Bower. And then there was a guy trying to sell me on a on a Vietnam game. Mm-hmm. I remember that. He was like, "Do you know that most of the people that went to Vietnam weren't drafted? They were volunteers." I was like, "What?" Okay. Thanks. Cool. So you want to play Vietnam? No. I don't want to play Vietnam. I feel like that's weird that you're making a video game about a very horrible experience for a lot of people. Maybe How I about this? Think a lot of Let's games. go with Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Have you heard of World War Two? Anyway, what about game? the Great War? What games have you played, John? Are you going to? Oh, I'm going first. Okay. Well, I have been playing. I finished Katana Zero finally. Katana. Um, that game fucked up, man. Like the storyline in that game is actually jacked. There's like some serious like themes of like post-war trauma, like because your character is basically a veteran of a cyber war, like and has like obvious mental issues like there's in between the levels he's basically going into a therapy session with a guy uh with a character and like you have interactions there that affect the storyline um the one of the things i like about the dialogue stuff in that is that it has a little red bar as part of the timer bar because everything's timed with your just dialogue decisions um and there's a portion that's red so that it varies on how big it is um but you get one option only during that time, which is basically like, hey, I fuck this, I want to keep going. Mm-hmm. But if you let it get past that, you get like a whole bunch of other like options for your dialogue, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it had, I got what apparently is the true ending, um, or the what people, only people are saying is the only known true ending right now. Okay. But there's some weird post-game stuff in it, like there's extra swords that you can unlock by doing certain things in the levels that I unlocked. So I'm wondering if there's going to be more content added to it later. Uh, but overall, pretty cool. Like, very fluid game. Frustrating as all hell because there's a lot of trial and error in it. But when you get through a sequence, very like your first try, or even if you get through it on like your third try, but it looks super smooth, it's very satisfying because it plays it back for you. And you're like, hey, it plays back in real time. Similar to like Super Hot, like how you, would, you could see the version that's in real motion as opposed to like the slow motion stops. Um, but other than that, the only other thing I've really been playing this week that I just picked up on Thursday is uh, Cadence of Hyrule, which is the new game from the Crypt of the Necrodancer team that is a Zelda game in that same vein. Um, and it's really, really good. It is the like fun, like cool, rhythmy-based parts of the Necrodancer game, um, but with like the punishing roguelike elements kind of shaved off a bit. Because uh, it actually does have a cool Zelda narrative. Like, you can play as either Link or Zelda in this game. What? Yeah. Yeah, you get a choice right at the start. What? Like, who do you want to play as to start? Link Imagine or Zelda? Imagine that. Another I know. company doing a Zelda game, and then they're like, the first thing they do is like, hey, you can play as Zelda. Yep. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, what a novel idea. You well, know? you know, Nintendo, they just need to see that for a first time, you know, because, oh, wait, Hyrule Warriors existed, didn't. Fuck. Hyrule Warriors existed? Yeah. So this game For that brief hot The game actually has a storyline. Like, there's a a weird musical thing that comes to... uh, uh, Creature... Not creature. Person. Who comes to Hyrule and, you know, stirs things up. Is that the villain from the Minish Cap? Wasn't he kind of, like, lyrical? Mm, I don't know. I'd have to look at that. But, um... So it's all, you know, it's rhythm-based game, so you're moving around the map to the time of the beat. You can disable that if you don't want to deal with it and just kind of want to hop around the game normally. 
Um, but it does have the roguelike elements where your certain items, like your rupees and um, certain pickups, don't persist when you die. But there are certain permanent items, of course, that you pick up as you would normally in a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the hook shots, your bombs, uh, what are they called? Bomb rings. I haven't gotten a boomerang yet. I did recently get a hook shot. Um, you can upgrade your weapons. I didn't know. I haven't found out where to do that yet, but I was reading in a review that said apparently you can upgrade some of your weapons. You, you throw it into a well, and then like a fairy's like, did you drop this? And you go, hey, give man, me my upgrade, bitch. I've probably played this game for Wait. like two to three hours, and I've only just found a bottle recently. So um, there's a lot to explore. The, the gameplay is, you know, it's based on that Necrodancer style where you're moving to the beat and the enemies have their patterns that they move to the beat with. And yeah, it's super fun. Like, it's really, really good. And I like it a lot more than... I mean, Crypt of the Necrodancer was fun, but the roguelike elements really can take a toll on you if you're not as good as you would like to. I sucked at that game. Yeah, I had problems with that game. I liked it. Like, the music was great and the, the, the aesthetic was good. But yeah, this definitely seems like a good translation of that formula into a different, uh, you know, into an actual known quantity. And it's astounding to me that they got to make a Zelda game. That's it for me. Kevin, what have you been playing this week? I played CrossCode. Which also is a game available on the Game Pass for PC, so I'll I'll see about downloading that and starting to play it. I believe it's also coming to the Switch. Yeah. Because, you know what's coming to Switch? Everything. Yeah, Yeah, apparently (laughs) Doom Eternal. Yeah. Okay. There's a time when I would have said there's no way The Witcher in any form would show up on the Switch because that game's got boobs, a lot of them, uh-huh. and it's kind of violent. Yep. But and you know what else it's got? <laughs> twirling, twirling towards freedom. That game has one of the best soundtracks just because that music fucking it takes you, it but grabs it you, and holds up. you. Geralt's I, I gotta start. Geralt's just swinging his sword and fucking hair blowing in the wind. There's a thunderstorm you, in the background. It's always great when you chop a guy like it just across his chest and mm-hmm. it just like comes apart and you're just like yeah. And you see his arm lop off and then you, then Geralt does the the kill animation where he chops his head off or runs him through. Yeah, it's good stuff. Kevin, aside crosscode, still crosscode. I played the first, like, 20 minutes of Trials of Mana. Okay. Ah. Pretty much I picked my party. Cool. I'm going with Hawkeye, which is the default name for the thief. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good name for him. Yeah, good name. And then I also took the cleric and the the sorcerer. Okay. I forget what words they use, but essentially black mage and white mage. Because you can pick three characters, they're going to end up being your party, and it seems really dumb to me to not take the healer and, and the mage. The mage yeah. I mean. So it's pretty much, to me, it's a choice between do you want the fighter, the thief, mm-hmm. the Amazon, I forget it, or, yeah, the grappler is another one. So okay. fighter, thief, grappler, and Amazon. Or do you actually want to take only one of those and have a healer and a mage? So right now, I'm in Thief Town. I got framed for murder. That's what happens when you go to Thief Town. Well, see, I was in the Thief Town, and my best friend is the son of Thief Town leader. Well, obviously he's going to betray you. I'm kind of flirting with the daughter of Thief Town leader. I get back from a thief mission, and then all of a sudden, like, (coughs) the leader of Thief Town, he's like, we're actually going to become a kingdom now. We will be a kingdom. Uh, We're not going to be thieving anymore. 
And you're like... They're going legit? You're like, what the fuck is this? He hates kings. Like, he hates the whole idea of monarchies and all of that. He wouldn't be a king. So then you talk to... Um, you say that to your, your girlfriend, the daughter of the soon-to-be king. And she's like, don't talk bad about my dad. And I was like, that's fine. You know what? I'll talk to my best friend, the son of Thief Town, Thief Town Leader. And he's like, you know, ever since my dad went out into the the wilds and got stranded and got rescued by the woman who's maybe his lover or his advisor, he's been acting kind of weird. Uh-huh. Here's what we got to do. We got to find out what's up. Tonight, we'll go. They're going to have a meeting between my dad and his advisor. We're going to find out what's going down. And you go up there, and the dad, the leader, is asleep, and the advisor woman is talking to spooky vampire-looking dude going, we are manipulating them. And you go, what the fuck? And then, like, she makes it where your friend tries to kill you, and you fight it, fight back, and then he ends up dying, and then she's like, guards, he's a murderer! Then... They're thrown in jail. And then it's like, this game is cool because it has quick saves. I'm going to do a quick save. And then it's done. Cool. And then I built some nano blocks. I'm building the Vatican right now. You should put scaffolding around it because there's always scaffolding. You know what <laughs> else? You're storing something. You know what else I'm building? Soon I will be building. I bought a, a steam engine. It's like this long. Choo choo, motherfucker. It's over a thousand parts. Choo. I also got the last two of the One Piece characters. So I need to put together Nico Robin and Frankie, because Frankie says relax. Bree still needs to put together Nami. She is intimidated by the very first step. Because first step, if you're building like a city thing, you have a base plate. And you put everything on that base plate, and it's pretty easy. The first steps for the character ones, it's like two layers of super tiny parts... There is nothing holding them together, and it is, it's intimidating. Like, that very first step is frightening. Gotta take the leap. But once you get that first step going, unless they have, like, little parts that break off every time you touch them, so, like, Zoro has two swords sticking out from him and a hilt, if you try and pick them up, things fall off. And then you start screaming. Sounds like Dan, some of Dan's figures. They should make a, they should make a <clears throat> macro blocks. Instead of thousand parts, thousand small parts, it's, it's one big. It's, the it's a steam half engine. The top half and the bottom half. Yeah, <laughs> I, I made the Vatican. <laughs> I also got a samurai on a horse, and I got a windmill. The windmill, it's a so nano blocks come from Japan, but this windmill came from a store in the UK. Uh-huh. So it's like. It is the most of international windmills, based on a windmill from the Netherlands. Oh, so it's like it's from everywhere. Dan, did you play anything this week? Anything new? I know you've been more howing it up. Dan, have you been playing a game you should I be played, playing? I played. Uh, I played more how I played on a dueling server, which I never have d- done before. It's kind of funny because it's not actually like made to be dueling, but it's but the players have just made it made the, the servers mm-hmm. dueling. Yeah. So it's basically just a straight up free for all death match. But what people have done is that there's an etiquette. So there's a there's a couple buttons. There's a lot of emotes and stuff. You so bow before starting. Kind of. There's you a there's three a, times. No, there's a flourishing your weapon. Uh-huh. So you turn to the guy and you flourish your weapon. And if he flourishes back, then it's on. 
If right. it's not, do you just get to stab him and kill him? No, 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 no. Okay, no. so the other kids don't fight him yeah. unless they. People start kicking people off okay. of the server. That's the one. <clears throat> yeah, so that's yeah, that's the whole dueling dueling server point. So that Can was, you get away with the the old Star Wars things that we do? Of no all right, powers. no no force powers, I'm you know, and then you use. Oh no! It's 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 go time between you and you and the other guy. You know, you know hopefully people don't don't like. Uh, get involved, but sometimes fights kind of stumble into each other. Mm. So you know, like Mistakes. I've been killed. Like I'm like I'm just trying to get to the other side of the thing and just like <laughs> yeah, it just happens. But what was crazy is that so people started making arenas in there. So like the engineer can build like little arrow, mm. arrow walls for the archers. So they built like they like they cordon off this one spot, and then there was a guy with with uh, with. Um, with his armor was black and white stripes, and he had a stick. Referee. And he would point to a guy, and then that guy would come in, and he'd point to the other guy, and then that guy would come in. There was like a queue, there was a line, and then he would hit his hit his staff on the ground, and then they would go fighting. And then if anybody tried to jump into the into the mess or like you know out of turn, the referee would just start getting him. And like there were also enforcers that would be standing onto the side, and if like because this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's it's cool for like the first five minutes, and then some asshole sees it, and then he's gonna run in there like he's like running naked in a football game, and so he just starts running in there, emoting in the middle of it, and then a bunch of like burly like enforcers just come and chop him in half while these other two knights are battling to the death. It becomes carnage to the point where like there was this guy who kept throwing rocks and javelins into the arena and then so so we had to start going looking for him like i became like an unofficial enforcer so i'm just narc yeah so we're just like like chasing these guys around it's it's pretty great it's it's pretty great um yeah, uh, I played a number of uh, new games. Um, uh, How did Metro played, Exodus run for you, Dan? As you mentioned earlier. Yeah, so I played Metro Exodus and like it crashed in the right, right, right from the get go. Uh-huh. But that happens. Yeah, yeah. that happens. Games sure. crash. Yeah. And then so it started running, and then it was going through its little intro movie, which was kind of cool because mm-hmm. you're from the side of a subway car, and then all of these events are happening in the Metro universe outside of the window so it's like so it's like you know all this fighting and then explosion stuff so it's like your storyboard through that um that ran like ass because it was like oh hey we're gonna be at 100 frames and then here's 20 frames and 100 frames and then 20 frames it's like okay well that's fine and then so finally it starts after a long long time to play the game and then so i started playing and it was kind of cool. I was like in a little like sewer thing, and then those like spiders and stuff. And I, I haven't fought anybody yet, but it's kind of cool mood mood setting stuff. It's kind of maintaining some the frame rate pretty okay, and it looks pretty gorgeous. And then comes to the first first enemy, and it's like, oh man, here we go. And I start shooting him, shooting him, and then he like swipes me, shoot him, shoot him. Then he jumps jumps at me, swipes me, and then suddenly I'm just in a menu that just says quit. Quit to title, quit to main menu, or quit game. Did you lose? Or? I don't know. I'm guessing I died, but it literally was. It but was, you can't tell you died. Yeah, I'm not joking. Like that, it went straight to like him was, swiping me, and then instantly, like the screen flashed into the into the new menu. It didn't say you died. It didn't have an animation of me grossly dying or something just, or anything like that. It just flashed right to the thing, and I was just like, ah, I'm good. We don't need to play this anymore. <laughs> So I didn't play it. I didn't play it after that. Um, after downloading fucking fifty-five gigs, I might try it again because yeah. I wanna. I wanna 
I kind of want to play like a stalker-ish game, but I don't know if I want to go back to stalker because that's a long time ago. But I want to play that type of game. I want to play a Daisy type game, but I don't want to play Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I played a bunch of Void Bastards, yeah, which is uh, actually a good game. I was not sold on it for the first like ten minutes, and I was like, man, this combat sucks. I hate the stupid border around the fucking thing. It just makes it look cheap. I I honestly think the animations suck balls. Like it looks like it looks like I'm playing marathon, but with really cool shell cell shaded graphics because those guys are just like basically floating and stuff. But then uh, but then like the FTL vibes kicked in and it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like I like I like uh, once I figured out that like I should probably not fight everything most of the time, yeah. and then just kind of and then planning a route through the stuff, and then I got I went to like a. I almost got to the ship the first time through, but then I, like, died, like, the ship for, um... No, I got to the ship, and then I died on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Because I don't like how those turrets work. So, the thing I don't like about the combat is it feels like there's no way for you to avoid (coughs) damage a lot of times. Like, if they're looking at you, you just kind of get... You just kind of get got. Yep. Um, which I guess is the roguelike part of it, but it's first person. And also, it was it played a lot better once I widened the FO, which is great. That that's that's off. Cool. Uh, and then I'm like in the middle of my second second life through that. So that was. I like the fact that it does. It has the progression carryover for your items and things like that. So yeah, yeah. It's a, they've the, the roguelikes that we've been playing. It seems like some most of them are making smart decisions when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, most of the modern roguelikes are doing that so. now. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, I guess. It was a better impression than before. Um, I tried playing Outer Wilds again, and I hate I hate that I'm, like, the guy that I just don't feel anything when I play that game. I hate being that person. I, I, I feel mean, like I need to play that game. I, I played the first bit, and I was like, yeah. Like, I think the problem I have with it, or I had with the first initial portion, is that there was no narrative thrust other than hey you're going to space and it's like okay it's like hey you get this new translator thing the first time and then you go out of that that after you meet with the scientist in the place he's like hey here's the launch pad keys go out and then you walk past that weird statue and it's like oh the statue looked at you oh something weird's going on and it tells i remember it telling me that like oh you're getting the new translator it's like okay, I've got this translator. What do I do with it? It's like I don't know. You translate stuff. I haven't. I didn't find anything to translate right off the bat. Like I was. Yeah, when you go to the moon, there's like a thing to translate. Which like like, in, like it's literally on the moon. There's like a okay. whole room. You translate the whole wall. Oh, I didn't see that. Yet. I went to the stuff. spot where the guy was. The the person on the moon who they somebody mentioned like hey this guy's been on the moon for a while why don't you go yeah. say hi yeah there's so i went whole, and said hi to him and then that was where i stopped so there's a whole part translate okay like i don't know i just don't feel like playing it sucks uh and then i've been playing a lot of secret of mana yeah which is pretty great well now I that know, i have it i might be able to actually I don't know finish if it. you know that secret of mana is pretty cool um and stupid and ridiculous got one thing to say to you dan yeah, uh, the dialogue is so stupid and so ridiculous, and the the fucking setup is so dumb. You forgot how dark it starts in the beginning. Well, that that that's pretty okay, but like, there's just, it's just so funny. Like, going through it now, 
most, like, I mean, even just all those games, like, going through it now, if those games were released, like, right now, like, the how they set up a lot of their threads would be really, like, like pan to the moon. You just keep going forward. Yeah, you just keep going. Like, I forgot about how that game just goes. You've been banished from your village. All right, cool. And then what? Oh, no, but you're eventually going to just start collecting mana seeds. I don't know why. Yeah, here's weapons. Oh, hey, I don't you know. should go to the water temple. Why should I do hey, that? Hey, no, like, go the... save Dylok from the witch. The... Wait, what? One of the big bads, Thanatos, <laughs> is introduced in an offhand way. Like, the, 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 the witch that you meet is just like, hey, what's up? And then, like, you're the, the girl in your party, who I named Rosa, is just like, it's just like, where's my boyfriend? Well, I mean, where's Dialuck? And then she's just like, I sent Dialuck to Thanatos. And then, like, what? your group is like, Thanatos? And he's like, that's the guy who's trying to take over the world. And everybody's like, oh, my God. And then the girl's just <laughs> like, how could you? And then that's the first time he's mentioned. Like there's like this, like, there's like this offhand, like really like off the cuff stuff, but it's just it's just hilarious. But like it's just fun, it's fun like playing with those systems and also remembering. I mean, a lot of it is nostalgia because I remembered a lot of stuff where stuff was. Also, uh, that music is fucking great. Yeah, except if you're like in the dwarven village and you forgot exactly where to go, and then you're there for longer than five minutes. You kind of want to drill a hole in your head <laughs> so those music notes leak out. Because I don't want that in my head anymore. Okay. I was going to sleep with that shit in my head. <laughs> and I forgot. But then, uh, but yeah, that's a really, like, man, that's, like, like without the manuals and stuff, even with the manuals, like, I would, man, that's a tough kind of game. Mm-hmm. Because there's really a lot of, st- like, there's, so, like, I got through... I got through the Earth Temple, which is where you actually meet Thanatos, and you free all the people in the Pandora Kingdom. Pandora. So it's like Fourth Temple or something like that, or whatever, Fourth Dungeon. But like, so if you just go to that place, which is right by the town, and then you try to go there, you can't get in there. Yeah, I remember that. But you gotta talk to this one specific person at town, and granted, she is right by the by the exit. But it, but there's no <clears throat> there's no way for you to ever know that you have to talk to that person. Well, it's, it's the same thing as like you know the first, I remember playing Dragon Warrior for the first time. Like that game doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. It basically you talk to the king when you start that game, and he's like, "The princess has been kidnapped. You gotta save her." Bye. Okay. Yeah, there was there was like <laughs> there was one thing that I had to look up because I totally forgot. So like I got like the the water powers for the first time, and then the water lady's just like, "Hey, you should go to you should go to the lava lava temple." And I was just like, "Okay." And then she's like, "It's in Gaia's navel." Okay. I don't remember a lava thing. Was there a lava thing? And I was like, "Fuck." But yeah, there was like one room in the dwarven village that I didn't go to, and then you had to you yeah, have to cast guy, you have to cast. You have to catch freeze on the on the on gem the, on the gem to like Unlock take it. take the but like I was I was literally like I don't is she talking about where the witch is or wait what lava place in Kaz Naval where am I supposed to go so it's just yeah it's it's, it's really tough sometimes but it's it's fun remembering like oh yeah I remember this boss you're an asshole all the bosses are assholes in that game like right oh, from yeah. the get go like right from the, the get go fight is yeah. fucking hard is rough man yeah. You have to get healed by Gemma. Uh-huh. Or Gemma? Gemma? Gemma. Uh, Gemma. Well, it's like, I hated fighting that wolf thing at oh, the witch's castle. He, he starts doing jumps the on you and, like, fucking 
And I forgot, I forgot, yeah, also, like, the Lava Temple guy, he's just, he just cast, he chain casts lava or fireball on you. He, like, materializes, and then you can hit him, like, once, and then he goes, blamp, and then it's, like, lava burst, fireball, and it's just like, fuck you. And of then, course, though, if you re- do, you remember how to cheat the magic system. Oh yeah, you could. Keep, you could yeah. cast, and as soon as the sprite yeah. disappears, you cast again, and you just keep doing that. If you run out of um, mana, you use like the walnut because yeah. you you got Romero. If you pop a fairy walnut, you get your magic points back. Obviously, and then you could keep spamming the magic. Yeah, especially if you know <clears throat> which magic to use. Like it's it's pretty. It's pretty easy. Like, like uh, I remember as a kid that wall in the in the in that temple, the the where Thanatos is is like a fucking bitch and a half because like there's a time limit on it because you can get pushed into the spikes and then the two eyes heal the third eye, which is the one that you actually have to kill. So you have to kill the two eyes, but then they come back after a while. So you got to do it fast. And then the fucking sprite and then the lady ain't doing shit because they're just looking at it. And I'm like, I'm targeting it. Can you guys just um, look? No. Can you do it? No. Can you do it? Anyone want to help me here? Anybody want to help me? Square likes to do walls as enemies. You know, Final Fantasy IV with the fucking wall. And then playing around with the action grid. But yeah, as soon as I got those eyes closed and I could focus just on the thing, like, it's just all the gem mess, all the gem, gem missiles, and then it lets go. There's actually, those things don't actually have a lot of hit points. You just gotta hold down that button, Dan, to charge with that attack. Yeah, and then, I always like the, 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 the big guy. No, the best, the best one is like, choo, 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 and then you go into charge, and then like the guy like tries to kick you, and then the, your guy reacts by flipping, and you're like, I fucking hate this game. That took me ten seconds Although, to charge with that damn attack. I, even though it's the worst weapon, the gloves. I love oh, yeah. the special attacks oh, with yeah. it because you're doing like Street Fighter moves. Yeah, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. like energy will come off your hands and shit. Yeah. What was the best weapon in that game? <clears throat> I mean, the sword is sword. most powerful. Yeah. I mean, I always, the spear is really good. I like the spear. I just like that it had a chakra. Yeah, that was, that was okay. I liked um, whatever weapon would mean I didn't have to change weapons every time I came across an obstacle. Yeah. So, so like, the axe like, is really gonna, good. I'm just going to hang out with this whip for a while because I don't want to keep changing it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. If you, if you were going to play that game kind of like what Kevin said with three... If you're going to play that game, you no. should look at a tutorial or some kind of guide on how to even manage the, the, the menus, because it took me a yeah, little bit... Yeah, down to go to the different... Well, it's like, Whoop. why? Yeah. Well, also, one, because... <laughs> this is also funny, because... It's the old school Nintendo where all the confirmation is on B <clears throat> when you're when you're when you're um, going through the menus when you're buying stuff uh, when you're saving your game is everything is on B and the cancel is Y right or wherever Y is supposed to be but when you press the button for the little quick menu the the emulator menu right quote unquote and do the quick save oh, yeah. all the confirmation is on A <laughs> which is modern stuff so it's fucking it's fucking crazy but yeah pressing y to bring up your menu and then you go up and down through the stuff and then what's weird is like you can pick your you can pick your items you can pick your you can pick your your weapons but you can't pick your armor from there you got to go to the equip screen which is really small and then uh and then yeah same thing with like and then you press you press uh x to go to the other people x once for one of them x second time for the other one and also um don't uh don't don't put it on multiplayer mode because there's a way to you know get the get the two switch 
Joy Cons to make it one and two player because <laughs> I wanted to test it out if it worked. It does work. Um, don't turn that. Don't turn it back to player um, to to one player mode when uh, you're doing that without like actually like going through the steps because it got to the point where only player two was marked on one of the characters and player one was gone, but like my controllers were marked as player one. So I couldn't actually do anything, so I had to like redo a bunch of. It was it was complicated. And then you have remembered the best part of that game of all of the things. The Cannon one, Brothers. the one that sticks out in my mind as the most fucking infuriating, is when you hit a guy with your weapon, and sometimes it just doesn't hit. Yep. Despite it's not like all oh, the hitbox is kind of weird. No, I hit it dead center because they were they were in a particular animation that they are not <laughs> allowed to get hit. Like those, like those fucking and it only lasts those, one pixel. Yeah, like, those bee wasp things. Like you can hit them if they're on the ground. You can hit them on the ground, but once they start to get up. You, you should not hit them because then they're invulnerable until they start flying again. But if they're laying on the ground, you hit them all you want. But you or, gotta wait for your thing to go up to 100. I still remember the first time I played that game, I played it, I was playing it like Zelda. Like the first like, whack, 10 minutes, whack, I was whack, whack, whack. What the fuck is this? No damage. It takes a billion hits. Game. I wanted this? <laughs> fuck this bullshit. And what's great? Bites. What's great is like some enemies will st- do like just one pixel of an animation for an attack, then won't do it. But that one pixel makes them invulnerable, yeah. and that's right when you hit them with your fully charged special attack. And the last thing I'll say is like fuck those little eyeball things sticking out of the ground in the witch's temple or dungeon yeah. because they, they turn moogle you into moogles, you. and then they spawn fucking uh, goblins out of them. So fuck that. That thing chain moogled me. To oblivion, and I was just like, "Sprite, you gonna do?" No, I put you on aggressive. No. Oh, the slimes also in the Gaia's navel, where sometimes you can't hit them because they hit like that perfect yeah. animation, but they just keep splitting. That's a weird ass game, man. Yeah, it's a weird ass fucking game. It's really cool, but also it's infuriating yeah. as hell. But I, I do. If you want bad oh. menus, though, Trials of Mana has it. You go into the menu. And there's, like, your character. Like, it'll just be your character. Nice and big. It's a 3 by 3 grid of menus that you have to hit. Like, you're in the middle start. If you want that upper left menu, you hit left. And slowly loads the next menu. You hit up. Slowly loads that menu. Then you do whatever you went into the menu for. Then you exit out and you go, shit, I forgot something else. Load the menu. Left. Up. And now do it. I also love that um, in the shops, if you're buying new armor, they don't tell you if that armor is better than yours or not until you actually bought it. So it's just like, that helps with, that guides also help with that. At least I, this one has the actually, quick saves, unlike well, the too. original, where you had to save the game first, or else you blew all of your money on garbage. I mean, honestly, there's a way to around it, right? If it's more expensive than the last armor you bought, it's probably, it's probably better. better. Yeah. However, if you found armor, then you're fucked. But, oh, the one cool thing at the end of the game, though, is grinding grinding out enemies would occasionally drop an upgrade item. So, like, all of your weapons upgrade throughout the game. Yeah, the orbs. The orbs go up to about level 8. And I say about because it's like two of them are level 7. But if you grind in the last dungeon... Guys will drop extra orbs so you could get to level 9. 
and have even cooler like charge up attacks that it takes like ten minutes to fully charge. Yeah, I do like I do like that your your the weapons change too. That's kind yeah, of they cool. look different when they blow except up. for the glove because it just looks the same because you don't see it. <laughs> and then also, I like when you upgrade your magic at the very end of the game. If you upgrade the black magic to the highest level, it changes the graphics for the magic. So, like, instead of, like, one of the Earth spells is it drops a boulder on someone, now it's a giant boulder with a smiley face on it. I, I ran into two two bugs in that game. One that I remembered from my time playing it as a kid, where when you would sleep in the inn, like, your guys would kind of not be in the bed and they'd be almost into space. Depends on if you talk yeah. to the innkeeper yeah. dead on yeah. or if you're slightly I off. I remember that. But there was another one where, like, I switched the weapons on the sprite and, like, she was just like, or he was just like, whatever. I'm just using this same pole, pole, pole dart. And I was like, why don't you use your chakram? It's like, nah. And then I go to the menu, it's like, you're using the chakra. What? What, what are, are you, you doing? Then she's throwing it like a pole arm. And I'm just like, what is going on here? So I had to unequip and equip it. Uh, I've never, I'd never remember that happening. Here's, happening. here's the real sad thing is to be told Fall Fantasy Adventure as they call in the U.S., the first one on that collection, the first game in the series, a Game Boy game, it's the least buggy out of all of them. (laughs) And the best programmed. It's also a good game. It does hold up. Kevin, what are you going to play this upcoming week, since we already covered all the news? Roscoe? Okay. Just probably Secret of Mana. Cool. It's a good, with that quick save thing, it's a good, like, in-between stuff. When I'm either waiting for people to get ready for Mordhau or not playing or in between levels or something. Them adding that quick save menu is really smart because, yeah, those games, if you didn't have It's also another level of OCD where I save in the game with the innkeeper or with with, uh, the the, the, the fucking fucking, uh, uh, cat. I don't know why it brings me so much joy when it's... Nico or Neko or whatever, and then it's just like it's just like yeah, buy, sell, trade, do anything. I'll even save your game. I uh, love you, cat. Yeah, I don't know why that brings me so much joy. I have no idea, but I just like when he says, "I'll even save your game," and it's just like so stupid. I forgot we played VR stuff this week too, Dan. You got to try out the Oculus Quest. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. What you what you play? You play Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat and... Saber is really good. Uh, uh, Super Hot is the same. Yeah. I think that's all the only stuff I played. I played Beat Saber super hot. I also tried some Robo Recall out. That headset is awesome. I took it to work on Friday and showed it off to a couple of people who had never done VR before, and they were super impressed. Oh, yeah. Oculus Quest is far and beyond, like, better than any VR thing I've ever done. Yeah. Like, I, I would... I would hate to do any VR set with wires. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's a better VR set or better graphics. Like, I don't, I don't wire. The ease of just being able to go, hey, I'm going to put this on and I'm going to play some yeah, VR. I don't, I don't, yeah. Like, thinking back on playing the Vive is just seems so backwards. Like, no way, man. You're putting another headset on, making sure they're all saying, it's like, oh, wait, the sound is coming out. It's like, oh, my computer is like being weird. Yep. It's like, fuck this. It looks fine. Yeah. VR porn looks like VR porn. So. Oh, there were two quick news items we didn't cover. Do not buy the cyberpunk jackets off of eBay. 
CD Projekt Red had like their so swag. Jealous. They had bomber jackets they were giving out with the Cyberpunk logo on them. Oh. It looks so sweet. People are selling them for like 400 or more on eBay. CD Projekt Red is like, don't buy them. We're actually putting them yeah. on our store. Yeah, so gonna, don't. Of course they are. Because you know why? They're going to make a bunch of money off of that. And then the other thing. Amazon, in case you forgot, has a game studio, oh, yeah, and they so laid fucked. off some people. However, I do have to give them credit on one thing. They're giving more notice than notice, any other company. But they also, the notice was interesting because they said, we're giving you time to go find a job in Amazon, too, which was... Which also means if you don't find a job in Amazon, they're saying after seven. 60 days, yeah. which, that's two whole months. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people, you get two weeks at best. Yeah. So after 60 days, two whole months, then if you don't find another job within Amazon, you're getting severance, which means for those who want to, look for a job external, tell them you could be hired in like two months or two and a half months, Mm -hmm. and you get some paid time off afterwards. So at least they're being better, but layoffs suck. still shitty that they did it during E3 week. Like, that's the the shitty part of it. Of all times, like... At least, also, it wasn't at a time where they went, we are announcing record-breaking profits, and we're laying off 10% of our workforce. There is also going to be an E3 in 2020. We've, that has been confirmed as well. So, Is it really an E3 anymore? Or what, the, the big question is, does Sony come back next year when they have a new console to talk about? Or, instead, does Intellivision finally make E3 into the show Intellivision it was always and, destined and to be? The we'll see the Atari VCS. I, uh, same thing I said before. I don't even know why they have three. Yep. Yeah. It's. I mean, if you want to call it press conference week, sure. But like, I don't. At this like, point, like, like you have itself. Like, I just don't know what that's. No, Jeff. You have had like a good point where he said like they should just make it like Gamescom. They should have a section that is like the industry stuff. And then they can have, like, their public-facing thing that they do. So. And, so, like, so many people are doing things off-site at the same time. EA has their event. Uh, Devolver is, has Microsoft their own thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, do you really need the actual E3 that's becoming a ghost town? Yeah, they should just or, call it, I don't know. Before. Call it, call it Game Dev Week. It, have it, like, New York Fashion Week. You know, New York has their big fashion thing every yeah, year. I mean, I don't know. Just, like... The See, only the only fun parts of E three for me is the conferences and then listening to Giant Bomb talk about yep. the conferences. Yeah. Like I mean, there's nothing on the show floor. Like was there there's any There's no reveals or anything anymore. Yeah, on the there's show nothing floor. really other than like, oh we attended a meeting and yeah. then we saw some gameplay yeah. out of thing. That's the thing. But what even we want, then there wasn't too much that came out of those things that was that surprising. I no. think the last time something on the show floor and even though it got talked about um before the show opened but on the show floor, the last thing that really was, ooh, wow, was when somebody said, yeah, setting up boots, somebody saw something called Mario, Mario Maker. Maker. Yeah. And it's like, that's the last time the show floor actually did something wow-worthy. Wow. Wow. Wowie wow wow. Bowser wowser. Who's ready to try these spicy corn chips? Let's do this at the beginning, John. Nope. We did everything backwards this week. We did the news first. You did it last time where you did the stuff, the snacks at the end. We can't do it at the end. People are already filled up on podcasts. Yeah, people are filled up. I've ruined my appetite with podcasts. Mmm. 
much good. It's like ramen. No. Is it just corn? It's a spicy corn chip. It tastes like spicy chicken ramen. Yeah. I can get down with that. It has like a girl who is... I don't know really what that look that. is supposed to say. I've never had sriracha peas. Oh, I've had those. Kevin They're good. These, I'm sure. I bought a whole case of the bags of them. Dan, have you had sriracha peas? They taste kind of like a sweet, oh no, honey type of flavor. They're not like nuclear hot or anything like that. But they're just kind of sweet. Yeah. That's good. I can get down with both of those. The last one is just for Dan and I, since I know Kevin's not a fan of the cracklins. Oh, this there's is a crackling. Special Lechon Kawali Pork Crackling. Fried out pork fat with attached skin. Made in USA, Philippine brand. Alright. Good old USA pork. USDA certified. You know the pork I could get behind? The Different si- than pork rind. The CC at the Filipino food truck. Mm. That's some good fatty pork. Oh, that's good. Also, the Taiwanese food truck has a real good, like, they call it minced pork, but it's just big chunks of pork belly. It's not really minced. This isn't minced. Like, it's about, each piece is about the size of that chicharroni you're holding. So, like, this they're like, big chunks. This is like pork rind plus. Yeah. Yeah, the added fat. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a little creamy. Mm-hmm. These are dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty dangerous. I can... You put that in a fire, mm-hmm. power up the whole apartment block for like for like a day. You know what's good? For breakfast, I had a bacon sandwich. Just bacon and bread? Sourdough, uh-huh. toasted up, a little bit of mayo yeah, yeah. on one side, mm-hmm. butter on the other side. Ooh. That way you get like a double creamy flavor. Then bacon, Hempler's bacon in the middle. You get that bacon fat, the butter, and the mayo all like melding together. And just your mouth becomes like an oil slick. I am a fan of the bacon, mayo, and sourdough sandwich as a... just. I don't need anything else on it. I don't need the L or the T. Add a little bit of butter though. Mm-hmm. It had a good, like, sweetness to it. I will I will try that next time. On that note, gentlemen, always a pleasure. Get out there and eat some <coughs> butter. Let's go play some video games. Eat a lot of greasy stuff. Unless you're Muslim. Yeah, don't, don't eat that Well, if you're Muslim, you got butter. They can't have the bacon unless it's turkey bacon, but don't do that. Turkey bacon's bad. It is it is not bacon. In the purest sense it should of the not word. be called bacon. It should be called like pressed turkey stuff. Strike bacon. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I like to take oil and just eat oil. I also put oil on my beard. I bought beard oil. You're that kind, yeah. It's from a company called Honest Amish. Yep. And it's like olive oil, avocado oil. It's all these edible oils. Yes. He's a beard guy now. And then I bought beard balm also yeah, from Honest Amish. Beard guy now. And you take a little bit of it. It's kind of the same stuff, but it has a little like wax in it. You rub it in, you just it there. It keeps the beard all moisturized, yeah, yeah. a little more under control. You should get some tiger balm. I want to grow the beard long enough so I could braid it like Thor. Yeah. 
That'd be awesome. All right. Or you, you know go what? Axe throwing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else I could do? Grow it real long, but then shave off all but like the the chin part, the goatee. Dye it red, and I could be the guy from Anthrax who's on all of those. I love the whatever decade. Scott Ian. Yeah. I could be him. Yeah, we can go, then, yeah, you do that, we can go axe throwing, get some beers on Capitol Hill, because that's what hipsters do now. Yeah. yeah. He, he's got the hat. No, I need, bad I need a flannel hat. Fucking idea. Don't combine alcohol. And axes? And axes. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Would you like a beer? Oh, man. I don't know what kind of insurance they're doing, but, like, you're serving alcohol to people throwing axes. Yep. I don't care how safe you're going to try to make that. It's going to end in bad. Yeah. Oh, no. The Vikings did it. They ain't around anymore. (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) bye, everybody. Don't be a hipster. No. But if you want to grow a beard because you like growing a beard. Sure. And because you're trying to find out, how long can I grow it before my wife says, what the fuck are you doing? That was a month ago. It took that long for her to say, what the fuck are you doing? Then I was like, at this point, it's already long enough. What the fuck I'm doing is growing a beard. All right, we're done. Bye.